Can you be quiet, please? Thank you. Welcome to Pirate Radio Live. How's everybody doing? Clip. Hey, man, good to see you, brother. Booty, 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 booty everywhere. Ahí estaba, en el centro. Hoyo de gloria. Have you scanned your MVP card? Breakfast was three eggs, scrambled light with grits and extra crispy bacon. Clip, what's up? It's Brian. I know, Clip, but people are looking for you to sprinkle your magic fairy dust on this whole thing and make it all better. Let's get to that conversation now. Here is uh, that. Now live from the Pirate Radio Studios in the heart of the Pirate Nation, here is your host, Clip Brock. All right, welcome in to a Tuesday edition of Pirate Radio Live. Clip Brock here with you inside the Pirate Radio Studios, coming to you on Pirate Radio 92.7 FM in Greenville, 104.1 in Washington. We're on 1250, 930, online, PR927FM.com. And we've got our best and brightest uh, working on our video stream, so hopefully we'll be up on Facebook and YouTube shortly. We have a lot of guests to get to on today's program. Mike Mullis will join us coming up at 4 o'clock. Watched the uh, Sunday baseball scrimmage out at Clark LeClaire Stadium with Chon and Mully. So we'll talk some Pirate Baseball. We'll talk some Super Bowl and more coming up at 4 o'clock. Also on today's program, Bryce Williams will join us inside the Pirate Radio Studios as uh, we'll get his thoughts on Super Bowl 58 and more. Also in hour number three, I'm really excited about the intern Olympics today. So uh, two weeks ago, we did general trivia. Zach was our champion. Last week, we did name that sound. Alex, the champion. Today, we're going to do a um, <laughs> Delaney's due. We're going to do a little bit of everything. It's a, a three-parter. There is a physical challenge, which uh, includes throwing rolled uh, what paper balls, crumbled up pieces of paper into a trash can. There is a math portion, uh, which will be station two. And then station three, uh, they will have to find a button on Shirley's uh, soundboard that she plays every day to, um... oh, by the way, hit uh, program over here, Shirley so people can hear us now can you hear what i was saying i'm glad you didn't hear what i was just saying on youtube because i was just cussing for three straight minutes but now you can hear what we're saying uh to recap everything intern olympics coming up hour three you'll enjoy it coach mac is here hello coach delaney is due and and i will say that that, you know she had some interesting conversation before the you she said she finished second last week which i pointed out was next to last Uh, true but it is a silver (laughs) silver medal better than bronze she was on the podium but we only have three delaney i'm just i'm just letting the boys get their confidence up so today i can bring it and show them how it's done what about the math okay yeah i don't know about all that (laughs) one of your problems i think is confidence like right when i said math you like your head immediately went out of the game you gotta have some confidence all right i'm gonna be back here working on my math skills until then (laughs) all right fair enough you got two hours to practice and all it is, I'll go and tell you, is multiplication and subtraction. Oh, yeah, I can do that. All right. There's I no, can do that. There's no square roots. No algebra, no geometry. No, yeah, no shapes. No trig. Funny stuff like that. Um, so coming up, Hour 3, Intern Olympics uh, with Alex, Zach, and Delaney. That'll be a lot of fun. All right. Uh, we have Coach Mac joining us. Chan also here. Chan, good work getting the stream on. Thank you. Appreciate it. 
and just good work in general thank you and i like your uh your green pullover thank you look very uh kind of wintry kind of stand by the the fireplace is this what uh i wear and y'all say i look like i should be on ll bean maybe so yeah i could see that yeah well i appreciate all the compliments so far you got it it's compliment tuesday very nice would you like to say anything nice about coach mac absolutely great coach great guest that we have on here people love when you're on people there's some people out there like jamie that say that tuesday is the their most favorite day to listen to pirate Radio live and i see why because we have a great guest and coach mac i was worried about jamie because i thought maybe it was taco tuesday that he likes so much yeah it could be could be and he coach mac has a lot of knowledge about a lot of different sports categories and drive-thrus and drive-thrus <laughs> that's a that's a sport unto itself steve says 20 hours until the pirate radio live invitational one-on-one me and chandler can't wait now chandler i made an an oath to you that i would not practice leading up to this and i've kept that oath have you practiced i have not practiced (laughs) at all i don't even think i've seen a basketball outside of menji's coliseum i i I haven't either in fact steve do you have a ball there because i don't even have a ball to bring Uh, i don't have a basketball hopefully you've got a ball that we can play with in the gym coach mac um one last time how how do you handicap this event how do you think it's going to go on wednesday it's at the church it is um reg- regulation goals i'm assuming yes sir this is kind of home court advantage for clip because he yeah. has played there before has put up 28 points before. 20 plus years ago uh in a game reedy branch at temple i did have 28 in that gym coach well that that seals the deal for me yeah I, you know I, um i'm not sure chandler has had 28 total that was probably before wait what year were you born 98 that might have been around the time you were born well, while you were being brought onto the into this earth, you were getting ready for this matchup. <laughs> I was uh, playing basketball, church league basketball. Now, how long? How, how long is the match? I mean, you, what, you, we're going to go to seven, seven by ones and twos. It's pretty ambitious for you two guys. I agree. <laughs> and I thought about this too. I haven't said it, but I think it's pretty obvious. We get, we're doing take backs if it hits the rim. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I mean, we didn't discuss that, but I just assumed that that's what we would do. Ball doesn't hit the rim. You don't have to take it back. Nope. Ball hits the rim. Your foot or the ball has to hit the three-point line. Starts a new possession. Okay. Right. Okay. Um, And that's about it. Yeah. I'm going clip. Man. Sorry. Thank by, you, by Coach. how many points? Sorry, it doesn't matter the win. <clears throat> Max not a gambling guy. He's a win or loss. He's in the win or loss business. Yeah. We're not going to cover. You're not, you can't cover the spread. <laughs> well, you can, we, speaking of covering the spread, let, I mean, staying on basketball, and you all probably discussed this before, but I know this is not our target audience. But is Duke Carolina basketball the best rivalry in college sports? Period. Well, I think so, being around here. But we can talk. Why did you run up to the mic, Zach? You seem very passionate about it's this question. The biggest rivalry in North America. Oh, okay. Any sporting event. What did you say? I the said world? college sports. Okay, all right. I, overall yeah. in college sports yeah. and overall in North America, too. I mean, yeah. there are college sports anywhere else but North America. Well, I don't mean college-wise. Yeah. Just out of rivalries. I think he wants to talk about whatever. soccer. Yeah, I, that's what I, yeah. <laughs> yeah. There's soccer rivalries elsewhere that are way bigger. Way bigger. Fine. Yeah. Well, let's let's stick here. Yeah. Duke UNC, biggest in... Yeah, I would say it is. Oh. This side of the world. Where is... Alabama and Auburn in the Iron Ball in college football 
compared to that's number three ohio state michigan ohio state michigan's two oklahoma texas where does it fit that one's just been nowhere yeah kentucky louisville basketball nowhere not recently not now. okay but here here's the, here's the separation and here's why carolina duke i think is the biggest rivalry in college sports basketball wise, is because almost always they are relevant nationally exactly where Auburn, Alabama, that's not necessarily the case. Michigan, Ohio State comes closer. Uh, Kentucky, Louisville basketball, no. Uh, what? What? I mean, Georgia, Florida, no. Uh, in football, uh, I don't even know another one in basketball that would necessarily meet Cincinnati. Are there any big Cincinnati East Xavier East? is one that's probably kind of underrated. Uh, but again, not. I don't know about nationally significant. But Kansas, do they have one? Recently, Kansas and Kansas State have been competitive. No, nah. it's a rivalry. Yeah, they haven't even been their biggest rival in the league. No, probably Cuse like and Georgetown back in the day or something. Was there like a Big East that was big in the well? I 80s mean, every, and Georgetown and everybody, Georgetown and St. John's, Georgetown and Syracuse, yeah. whoever Georgetown was playing back in the day. And that's the other thing is that the team for in order for something to be a good rivalry, that both teams have to be good on a regular basis, and um, that's why I think that's the separation for Duke and um, and Carolina. Now, do any of these rivalries have a situation where a guy, a fan? murdered symbolic trees in a town like the guy did for Alabama. <laughs> no, no. I would say that makes that rivalry pretty yeah. serious. Yeah. Or that that individual is a complete nut job. Harvey Updike. Yep. He named his children Allie and Bama, I want to say. We had that on an audio clip 12 years ago. You, you think I care? <laughs> <laughs> We're all damn tired. <laughs> the Paul Fine Bob. <clears throat> No, I, I, exactly what you said. That, that these teams and the fact that I feel like has North Carolina won it forever after beating them in the Final Four? Like, can you come back from that? Oh, yeah, I think so. I mean, it, the way fans are today, it's only what happened yesterday. It, it didn't, doesn't even matter what happened two years ago. I remember growing up, I would always want them to meet in the tournament just to see what would happen, yeah. and it finally did. In and the Final Four. It, it did in a, a major way. Yeah, and Kentucky and Louisville refused to play each other, and finally the thing that got it going was they did meet in the NCAA tournament <clears throat> in Knoxville, ironically, too. Well, for you older Pirates out there, isn't that what happened with State and ECU? They stopped playing each other, then played in the Peach Bowl, and then brought it back. I believe that's yeah. a similar case there. Um, speaking of basketball coach mac um there are numerous threads on name redacted the colors um ecu message boards regarding pirate hoops and mike schwartz stinks and joe dooley stunk and everybody stinks and stunk stink stunk um but in one of the threads your name came up they were talking about okay but what did this coach leave behind you know, Dooley, the best players on this roster were Joe Dooley recruits, and then they'd go back and say, well, who recruited him, and da-da-da. But your name got brought up because it said you were hampered by the APR as far as what you were able to recruit and, and all that and, and scholarship numbers and, and things like that. And I was like, well, I need to talk about that with Mac. I feel like we've brought it up before. But ironically, last week, I gave you the side-eye when talking about school's going on probation i was like that's eh, not a big deal that doesn't matter <laughs> and i don't think it matters as much as florida and tennessee as maybe ecu i feel like ecu would be actually punished where those schools could find a way around like, it like florida state's getting punished 
are they? I yeah. Don't know. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they, they, they have accepted the penalties. Yeah. They haven't sued anybody yet. That, that may be to be determined. I still think they'll be better off than East Carolina if this if the same punishments yeah, the, were handed the down. old joke abe lemons used to say is the ncaa is so mad at kentucky they put cleveland state on probation for two more years we have that one here in the state of north carolina as well i've uh, heard uh yeah, with other sure. schools um but coach let's go back to that time because this will lead into another discussion uh but how hamstrung were you at that time when you were coaching here well, it, it certainly limited our pool of possible uh, prospects. Uh, we had some uh, some restrictions for what high school players had to have, both on the SAT and GPA-wise. Uh, we had some restrictions on transfers, junior college and otherwise, that we couldn't accept. Uh, so, yeah, we, we were, we were kind of hamstrung with that. Uh, we had an entire class one time that, I, that I'm pretty sure were all high school kids with just great grades. Uh, fortunately, one or two maybe turned out to be pretty good players but uh you know overall when you uh, when you eliminate a large portion of the pool of candidates that you want to recruit uh clearly you're at a disadvantage and then you have to overcome that and you know and i find it interesting that um you know they talk about the coaches and and this is certainly not uh, not meant to to defend myself but Joe Dooley's won everywhere he's been. Billy Harrion's won everywhere he's been, uh, you know, to some degree. Uh, you know, you, you can go on and on. Uh, you know, Dave Odom d- did a pretty good job other places, too. And uh, Eddie Payne, you know, you can go on and on, you know, where, where these coaches had success at other places. So what what is the difference between them winning there and not winning here? Um, at some point, you have to kind of look, uh, you know, at, at yourself in the mirror and, uh, um, you know, we can say why are they losing? Not good enough players, not good enough coaches. Let's let's put that aside, okay? Why don't they have good enough players or good enough coaches? What are the reasons for that? And then you get into a whole list, and then and what on that list is really significant? Is it is it the budget? You can start there. Is it facilities? Is it fan support? Is it tradition? Is it conference affiliation? Is it regional competition and recruiting? There are twenty some schools that are Division One schools in the state of North Carolina, and almost that many in the next state up in Virginia too. Uh, what 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 do you think? What do you guys think? What do our listeners think? Are the core reasons why ECU basketball hasn't been successful? Certainly, you could say consistently, but uh, ever, yeah, well, yeah, you you could probably say ever. Facilities. Yeah, I'm I'm asking the question. It's an open ended question. Well, well, let's start there because I've got a couple answers too. What 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 about the facilities? We got the practice facility. The facility we matters. Let me tell you why the facility does matter. The facility doesn't matter when you're playing games. It doesn't matter when you're practicing because you have you have the practice facility that you know. It, it used to matter because you couldn't practice because we only had it half a day and we had three teams trying to practice. So that did matter back you know at, at a certain point in time when you really had lack of of places. Oh yeah, I remember. Yeah, at least you having to wait for the volleyball team to practice to to go in and. Yeah, stuff we, like that. we actually renovated a gym at North Campus Crossing to have a place to go practice, which wasn't very practical, but it was an answer in the meantime. Yeah. It was a short-term answer. So, yeah, it does matter, but it matters in a bigger way when young men or young women walk into the building and say, hmm, 
How much do they really care? Now, once it's full, if you're winning and it's full, there's no better place. It is a great facility to play in. It's a great facility to watch a game in. Uh, It has a lot of positives. And if the program was winning, the facility wouldn't matter. Look at Cameron. Cameron is not special. Cameron is historic and cool, but it's cool because they're winning. I played, I coached a game in Cameron Indoor Stadium against Duke with Charles Barkley on the team, and we didn't have 2,000 people in the building. So it hasn't always been like that. It's there because they're winning. And if you were winning, the facility would would have almost no bearing whatsoever. Exactly. I, I think you the bigger point you hit on was when you were saying, do they really care? I think the care is the main thing. Who is they? Uh, the administration, fans. Yesterday on the show, when Jonathan Ellerby says he'd rather beat NC State in basketball, seventy to thirty. Then ECU go to the NCAA tournament in basketball. He'd rather beat them in football with that score. Yeah, that's the problem. Um, Alex getting on my case about East Carolina. I'd rather see them make the tournament, get into the first four, than go to Omaha. And he acts like I'm a fool for that. That's uh, that's part of the problem. People like that that don't care, that don't give two bleeps about it. Well, you know, in order to care, you have to be winning. And which comes first, people caring or the winning? I guess, well, neither in this case. Because people have cared and they haven't won. Enough people and cared badly enough? Probably not. Probably not. Now, Zach cares. Alex doesn't. Chandler, he halfway cares. I'd say I more than halfway care. 75% care. Yes perfect perfect number <laughs> um but no coach i'm just talking about us did you want to respond alex to anything any yeah, other i just wanted to say i care i you want care. basketball to be great you but i would just rather us go to omaha than get bounced in the first four of the ncaa tournament i didn't think that, that was that crazy of a thing to say you thought i was crazy i did okay so you're not crazy but i'm crazy is what you're saying that's correct exactly you know that's what crazy people think they think they think everybody's crazy but themselves think about that the first four (laughs) when you lay your head on the pillow tonight and i sleep great and chandler's got his pillow tucked between his legs i want you to think about and hugging a pillow everybody's crazy but you are you the crazy one we'll be back after this (laughs) ah no mag is Apples to apples, getting bounced in the first round of the NCAA baseball tournament or getting bounced in the first round of the NCAA basketball tournament? I would still rather go to yeah, Omaha. Don't be scared of that. I'm not talking about going to Omaha. You just visit in there. I'm talking about <laughs> the baseball team gets beat in the first round, or the foot basketball team gets beat in the first round. We're not talking about By first Omaha round of baseball. Or, do you mean like a, in a we regional. lose in a regional? Yeah. Well, then there, I'd rather go to the NCAA tournament. Okay, well, that's more apples to apples. Yeah. That's fair. See, we need Coach Mac to come on more frequently because I feel like he's a good voice of reason <laughs> around one, here. One a week is enough. We don't need all that reason. No, we do. <laughs> we need nonsense. <laughs> Tyler says, Clip calling fans the issue. Shut up, Tyler. You're an issue right now. You suck. <laughs> 
no fans are not the issue the issue is the who we were talking about i mean it's got to be administration i mean do people really care coach when you were here terry holland i would say probably cared he did but does anybody care really care i know you care but do you care yeah and 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 i will go a little deeper into that uh you know situation you have to have buy-in from everybody certainly everybody in the athletic department i mean you have to have the buy-in from marketing you have to have the buy-in from academics you have to have the buy-in from from game day operations you have to have the buy-in from the fundraising arm you and and then to expand it you have to have the same kind of buy-in academically and otherwise all the way across campus from admissions to housing and and all the other things that interact with your program um compliance you have to have buy-in they all have to want you to succeed they all want football to succeed rightly or wrongly they all want football to succeed some of them for the right reasons some of them for the wrong reasons but but some of them for the practical reasons of if football is good everybody else can be good because you know that's the big money maker and and that's a fair point but basketball can be a money maker here too but again you know when you start talking about budget facility fan support the lack of tradition the conference affiliation makes a difference because you know you can be in you can be in conference usa or you can be in the colonial which is now the coastal uh which i didn't i didn't make a mistake and call it that the other day when i had one of their games or you can be in the you know, american whatever you want to be in but you have to have a, a competitive budget and a commitment that the other schools in that league have that has not been the case yeah. well we uh, conference affiliation i was gonna bypass because we've been in how many conferences and have never been good so it's well, not that but but much more competitive in the colonial for instance not really uh, i think overall yeah well, okay we, we can we can do the math but uh, yeah i mean i'll, I'll yeah. look up the records but even the year they went to the tournament they were like seventh or and eighth. chandler wasn't born so it's not relevant that's fine well he wants things to always stay the same he'd rather be in that league and honestly i'd rather be in that league in basketball i'd rather separate everything yeah being in that league and everything would be pretty good to be honest except for football yeah uh, uh football this wacky all across the country league is is dumb but stay there basketball go back to the caa baseball join the acc and then we'd be good baseball's been good no matter what league we're in right and nationally competitive no matter what league we've been in why is that because people care support and care eric says let's start with the 95 percent of the fan base that doesn't give two craps about it they don't show up to games some folks that are, quote, diehard pirates couldn't point to Minji's on a map. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I mean, you got a lot of Carolina and Dukies and sure. Wolfpack and, and those people out there. Yeah, and I faced that other places. You know, when we were at Chattanooga, uh, we were in the middle of Georgia, Alabama, Auburn, Tennessee, Vanderbilt, and they would go to those. And during football, you know, you're going once a week, you're going on a weekend, you you go to those places if you're a fan of those places. But basketball-wise, on a weeknight, you don't go to those places. We could get those crossover fans in that kind of situation. And I would think that, that you might be able to get those kind of fans if they were real basketball fans. You 
you could get some of those people siphoned off. But again, here's another problem. Television. Because you can stay home and watch every big game in the country. Well, now, yeah. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Yeah. Now, but that's not an excuse. To get, not when you were coaching. Well, even then, it was starting to be that way. Starting to, but like, I, I knew what CSTV was, but not a lot of people did. And you would, you would be up there, but... Oh man, I don't know, Coach. It's 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 pretty depressing just because it's always been this way, and there's like it really is there's no answer to it. You can bring in if Mike Schwartz doesn't work out, bring in the next guy. It's going to be the same thing. It has been for quite a while. That that's been consistent. That that's what makes me kind of you know dismiss the coaching part. Not because I was a coach. I didn't I didn't get it done while I was here. But the part you said, and you, I mean, look at your resume. Coaches having success elsewhere. Yeah, they can't do it here. It, there's the common denominator is it's this here. Place. Yeah, yeah. So that's kind of been my point when we argue these things, and I and I still try to be objective about those things too. Uh, let's see. Eric says there's been multiple administration groups that haven't cared. It's not there. Face it, putting all the eggs in the football basket is mostly to blame, and that's fine. But accept the consequences of it. That according to and again one person in the administration caring or two people in the administration caring not is not enough everybody has to understand from the top this is going to be important and we have to do everything we can to support them brad says money and fan support two issues that's that's uh, that's certainly right at the top of the list isn't it jag says clip i love you but getting bounced in the 65-66 seeds and going to Omaha, <laughs> bro, you are silly. All I have to say about that is, Jack, I don't love you, and I don't want you to love me. <laughs> wow. <laughs> people, Jack's a nice guy. People clicking the dials, changing the dial as we speak. Do you love him? Yeah. I love anybody that supports Pirate Radio. Really? Yeah. No matter if they're a murderer or what, you love them. Wow. All Jack, right. you're not a murderer, are you? <laughs> cool. No matter what they do, you love them. Oh, there needs to be a background check. No matter how many times they call you a big, gigantic skull head, you'll love them because well, they support Pirate There needs to be a background check. Okay. All right. Uh, Jack, I love you, even though Chandler doesn't. We'll take a break. More with Mac McCarthy. Do you have more questions? Oh, yeah. I got questions. Thanks for getting me super depressed with ECU basketball, Coach. <laughs> <laughs> More to go. Pirate Radio Live on a Tuesday. Back with you after this. You're listening to Hour One of Pirate Radio Live. This hour is brought to you by Pirate Water. Get ready to party, pirates. Go to drinkpiratewater.com to find your new treasure. 21 and older only. 
pirate water. Why be yourself when you can be a pirate? Now, back to the show. Welcome back. Brown and Wood is your home of the best selection of GMC Cadillac, Buick, and Mazda in eastern North Carolina since 1937. And uh, you can shop their entire inventory online at brownandwoodauto.com, or you can visit them on Greenville Boulevard. Brown and Wood, Greenville's number one dealership and the home of the lifetime powertrain warranty. Now let's head back in to PRL. Here's Clip. Back with you, Pirate Radio Live. Johnny Stats, Johnny Robertson says, Coach Mack's resume would start with beating SEC teams back-to-back in his first two road games of his career. <laughs> Stats to consider. Is that true? Yeah, it is. It is. What? Although one technically wasn't a uh, true road game, but we did win in Starkville and then went to Birmingham for a tournament uh, and beat Ole Miss. Yeah, we did. There you go. We did. We had some... Uh, we had some really good wins against SEC teams. We had uh, we were down twenty three to four in Starkville the night before the Egg Bowl, so the place is nuts, sold out, going crazy. They're up twenty three to four, and good God, and we just kicked that butt. Wait, they're up twenty three to four. Yeah, and you came all the way back and kicked butt in a in a just a, a beautiful game of forty three to forty two. <laughs> <laughs> Aesthetically pleasing. No, it wasn't. It was just a horrible basketball game, which we happened to win. Uh, Coach Max sent me a question or a a stat, a tidbit that I used at trivia last week. I don't know if you were there yet, Chandler, but it was uh, Damon Stoudemire, Mighty Mouse first coach to or first third coach in the last 30 years to beat duke and north carolina in the same season in his debut season the other two were you there during that question yes i just can't remember who it was well they coached the same school oh and one of them is there currently and the answers were kevin keats and sydney Lowe. to which i replied i know one guy sydney Lowe couldn't beat (laughs) mag mccarthy yeah no he couldn't (laughs) in Menji's Coliseum. The last time an ACC team will ever come here. Thanks a lot, Coach. That'll yeah, never I, happen again. I apologize. Uh, you know, the, the new folks that, di- that didn't get to attend that game, I'm sorry, you won't get to see another one. If you could have just like lost by one or five, we could have had another one in here. Yep. But nope, you had to go win it. We could have. Sam Hennett and James Ligon. And, uh, Sam had 30. You know, so some of those guys had uh, different uh, plans. That was awesome. Uh, really, really fun night in Menji's Coliseum. And uh, we'll have another one of those this year. Not to that degree but ecu will beat memphis or charlotte or somebody at home it happens, they always it happens every year yeah. they've got a tough stretch coming up don't they uh, some folks that they haven't beaten and uh some big names they're gonna go out to utsa uh coming up this weekend might get that one and uh the very winnable and let's look at this stretch for east carolina coming up 11 and 12 4 and 6 in american play at utsa they get wichita they beat them on so going for the wichita sweep there you go actually they got a well somewhat of an easy stretch because then you throw in two lane they're a pretty good team can we make it three times this year that we go back to back wins yes beat utsa beat wichita and then another home game for a chance to win three in a row against the fighting Corey glores and two lane uh, the so Pirates. pretty good. Yeah, they and are. And they've got, and of course, the assistant coach, a uh, familiar name for Pirate fans, Daryl LeBerry is on that staff. Wow, mm-hmm. big Coach LeBerry fan. Um, at Rice after that. Winnable. Yeah. Then they got Memphis at home. And the last three. Memphis lost three in a row. Memphis loses right? to everybody. They almost lost to Wichita, beat them by one over the weekend. 
last three at north texas at smu and then charlotte at home tough yeah. tough to uh tough way to trend. end the season charlotte's really gotten things going in a hurry shout out uh no doubt kim mcneil uh two in a row good win yeah for them and a yeah. blowout win on the road beat wichita so uh they got it going right now all right even, uh even with a couple girls still out right oh and out for the entire year yeah i, I saw, uh, saw one on a scooter and one on crutches that wasn't a good look not a good sign uh coach mac you got any questions oh, oh I, I did want to say something i got good news and bad news okay the bad news is uh forgot to watch you on cbs sports network on uh saturday <laughs> but john you probably did right no i did not oh, okay. he, he gets hulu he good news is i i won't critique you today i won't tell you how bad you did yeah i was uh i was really good for part of it and some of it uh you know we had some issues but uh we had a remote production where the producer was actually in a in a studio in baltimore maryland Mm. uh, which was a little bit odd and uh but uh, I watched it in its entirety, which I try to do of most of my games, and uh, and it uh, it came across pretty good. There were some hiccups along the way. Had a good game though. We had uh, we had what is becoming a rivalry, Elon and North Carolina A and T being 15 miles apart. Uh, but uh, but they haven't really bought in at A and T that this is a rivalry yet. They had a they had a sellout crowd on Thursday night against Hampton in a really exciting game. The old MIAC uh, rivalry is now a CAA rivalry. Yeah, but uh, then so that's where A and T is now. I was going to say they've moved. Where's A and T? What conference? The CAA. Okay, gotcha. Yep. Yeah, which is now the Coastal Athletic Conference instead of the Colonial Athletic Conference, Athletic Association. But uh, but yeah, didn't have a a huge crowd. Although they did get into it, Uh, they were down. I want to say they were down 21 and came all the way back to within one, and we had an exciting finish, which always makes for a pretty good broadcast. So you mentioned uh, remote production. Were you, like, during the COVID times, did you, did you do any remote broadcasting? I never did a remote broadcast. Okay. I did many broadcasts where I was at the table and the play-by-play guy was remote. Which oh, is, really? Which is really weird. <laughs> that is odd. Yeah. Um, but uh, but I I have not yet had to do. How did that broadcast. go for you? Did, not did you ever so figure good. it out? Yeah. No. We got, I mean, sometimes when uh, when they're doing remote broadcast now that they'll, you'll have Zoom, but we didn't we didn't have the Zoom option uh, for those, so we were just talking all over each other. Yeah. You can imagine. It's sort yeah. of like goes on in here. Remember, uh, <laughs> remember, uh, Jeff did games at the stadium, road games yes. years ago. Yep, I remember. So even for away games, he'd come in here on the uh, pregame because all he had to do was head over to the stadium. For the him. first I ever heard of a remote broadcast was touring Fenway Park, and they were it was they were playing an away game, and they had the. I don't know if it was Hispanic announcers or the Japanese announcers, but they had they had an international announcer that didn't travel but still did all the games, and they were doing it live from the press box in Fenway. Watching it on a monitor. Watching and, it and on a monitor, game. yeah. That what year like, was that? When was that? Gosh, uh, not 20 years ago, 15 years ago. Okay. And, now, and then it became somewhat practical i guess yeah, and the, i you know and necessary during covid but yeah. uh I don't, I don't get it now and we and we see it way too often i you you cannot possibly do as good a job remotely as you can in person what games you got this week 
I have a big game Thursday on the radio, Virginia Tech against NC State uh, women, and that'll be uh, NC State's number three, Virginia Tech's number 17, and Virginia Tech's in first place. Uh, NC State's a half game behind. Uh, they had the big game with the KYAL play for K game last night where they beat Louisville pretty handily. Uh, and then I've got Virginia Tech in a home game against Boston College on Sunday on ACC Network Extra. Good stuff. Uh, as we come down the stretch here, how's the, do they get good crowds for Virginia Tech women with the success they've had? Or? They uh, they were sold out in season tickets. And uh, down the stretch, I know the Duke game is sold out. Carolina is sold out. Um, and, uh, you know, <laughs> Courtney Banghart, the North Carolina coach, keeps saying the wrong thing about crowds and everything else she you know she got five thousand here yeah and 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 all of that was incorrect like she said virginia tech won't sell out they have eleven thousand seats well they have eight thousand nine hundred seventy five seats and it is sold out already for her and it was she said they won't sell it out when we go up there and I don't even know what her point was. but I it, thought she was trying to give NC State a slide, it was, but she, she was giving everybody slides. Oh, she was giving everybody, okay. yeah. And, and then she she went on to say they won't sell that game out when we go to Virginia Tech because they have 11,000. Again, they don't have 11,000 seats. And that's senior night for Liz Kitley and, um, and Kayla King, who have been the foundation of the program for the last five years and the two-time player of the year. There's no way that wouldn't be sold out. So... I don't know why she keeps saying things like that. She, you know, she made fun of the gym at North Carolina, and then she called their fans classless. And she she stepped in it a little a few times, and she's really really an outstanding coach. Yeah. All right, uh, Coach Mack, you got any questions today? I love your questions or topics. I got a lot of questions, but this one's not so much a question, although I guess it is. I was trying to rank go back to college football, which everybody loves. I was trying to rank the top quarterback transfers in this class. Oh wow! And okay. I ranked the top twelve, but I would be more interested in where I fit, where where mine fit in relation to who you all think. I would have to look at a list. Well, I can give you a list. Okay. Will Howard to Ohio State was the top of my list. Main partly, but not because he's the best quarterback in the class, but because he's going to a place with more good players than everybody. Where else. every quarterback just succeeds. Yeah, even yeah. Kyle McCord had incredible numbers, uh, but he just didn't beat Michigan two years in a row. Well, this year in particular, he didn't beat Michigan. Uh, he was my number one. Number two was Dylan Gabriel going to Oregon. Uh, they might be the second best team in the Big Ten next year, which is really weird to say, right? Uh, because they have a whole lot of people back. Have had a great recruiting class in the portal and uh, and the incoming freshmen. Uh, my third, again, more about to do with the people that he's going to be surrounded by than himself is Riley Leonard from Duke going to North going to Notre Dame. I was so that's the name I'm looking at a list that popped off to me because I, it's more about me seeing him play too and how yeah. impressed i was with him and like you said he's gonna have a lot to work with there more so than he did at duke so uh, he would be one but it's hard not to put somebody going into that buckeye situation number yeah. one that's certainly. why I, that's why i kind of lean that way in the same thing with gabriel to oregon the next guy i had on my list i probably had higher than some other people do but i've got grayson mccall from coastal going to nc state that's interesting. I feel like his, because he had a lot of people exodus around him, right? Because his career has kind of gone like a roller coaster a little bit. And did he enter the transfer portal last year and then come back out? Yeah, yeah. he did. He did. But he was hotter two years ago than yeah. he was last year, right? Yeah, he was. Um, 
I don't, yeah. Okay. The next one I got is a little bit under the radar, too, because he hasn't played uh, very much at all, and that's Brock Vandergriff going to Kentucky. I don't Georgia. know anything about him. Well, he was a five-star guy sitting on the bench, uh, and then when Beck didn't leave, um, you know, transfer or go to the NFL, I guess, uh, then he he pulled the trigger and decided to go to Kentucky. I'm surprised you haven't mentioned a name yet. Well, I'm getting there. Okay. Cam Ward to Miami. Okay. I think is a big one because, again, they have really good players, and they have underperformed mm. like crazy. Uh, K.J. Jefferson, I think, is a good one. For Arkansas? Go? Going to Central Florida. Huh. Okay. Huh. And I think uh, I think they do special things with quarterbacks down there, and uh, I'll be surprised if he doesn't really do well. Uh, Will Rogers to Washington. That's the name I was waiting for because yeah, you talked but, about but him. A lot of people have left Washington, and all those okay. receivers are gone. Okay. Uh, Tyler Van Dyke to Wisconsin. Max Johnson to UNC. DJU to Florida State could have been higher on the list. And then my last one, just because I don't know what they've got surrounding him, is Kyle McCord at Syracuse. Hmm. Where's Kaden Hauser on your list? He's on the list. <laughs> He's right. He's on it. Um, yeah, I almost feel like where you're, and this is what we probably should do, but we're ranking opportunities and circumstances more so than the quarterback's talent. Because right? it's going to have a lot of impact on what how they perform. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Uh, so, yeah, the Ohio State's got to be number one. Well, who is Julian saying? Julian Sayan is a five-star recruit, and I, I, I wouldn't be shocked if he beats out Will Howard. That's well, how good he is. So, Ohio State, once again, has a... He was committed to Alabama and then man. bolted when Saban retired. Did you mention DJ Ugalele? I did. At the end, I, yeah. And man. I said he sh- he could be higher than that, but yeah. again, Florida State's lost a lot. Uh, I think I see it on your list. I want to ask you about NASCAR... What's the opposite of postponing? Four poning? <laughs> I, don't, I don't know if I've ever That's seen it. dirty, isn't it? <laughs> don't, don't go to that website. <laughs> uh, we'll talk about that from over the weekend and have more for you. Pirate Radio Live. More with Coach Mack after this. Listening to Hour One of Pirate Radio Live. This hour is brought to you by Pirate Water. Get ready to party, Pirates. Go to drinkpiratewater.com to find your new treasure. 21 and older only. Pirate Water. Why be yourself when you can be a pirate? Now, back to the show. I got to learn to turn his mic off. Welcome back to the show. Are you in outside sales and looking for an opportunity to increase your earning potential? Copy Pro has been in Eastern North Carolina for over 45 years and continues to grow each year, and they are in need of more sales professionals with a desire to potentially make a six-figure income. Do you have what it takes? Visit copypro.net today to submit your resume and to learn more. Now let's head back in to PRL. Here's Cliff. Gotta draw a hard line, and when the gun smoke settles, we'll sing a victory tune. R.I.P. Toby Keith. Man, what's your favorite Toby Keith song? Uh, Probably courtesy of the Red, White, and Blue. <laughs> 
Coach Mack? Not that. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. My sir. I want to talk about me. Okay, that's, that's a good a, one. That one and Who's Your Daddy? Interns, do y'all have favorite Toby Keith songs? Oh, Lord. Here you go. Delaney? First. Um, courtesy of the Red, White, and Blue and Who's Your Daddy? All right. Zach? Should have been a cowboy. Should have been a Great song, but uh, just the fact that cowboy fans like the like it i hate the cowboys but uh, it's alex? a great song it's alex, a great song do you know do you even know who toby keith is <laughs> toby keith won toby an who? award <laughs> no red solo cup though All yeah right. red solo cup is a good that's one. what I'm people say saying. if they don't know who toby keith is oh <laughs> huh yeah, i don't nah, think I you heard that I'm going to go with my favorite, uh, I Ain't As Good As I Once Was. I Ain't As Good As I Once Was. I was good. That is on the playlist for today, once. by the way. It's beer from my As I ever there. was. That's in uh, my top dude, five. We just played it. Like, oh, literally, that was that's the why I was thinking of back it. into the That's show. why I was thinking of it. <laughs> you are something aye, else. Aye. A song you just heard 15 seconds ago, that's why you're thinking of it. Yeah. That's why it's on the brain. No, I was asking, is it in y'all's top five? I, okay, that's what I thought you were asking. Yes. Yeah. Is it and in I your said top five? Yes. Your top five? I'm still trying to get you over you having subliminal thoughts over here. <laughs> what? I'm asking a question. <laughs> Let the man ask a question. Let me ask a question. Uh, I like old Toby. Um, I wish I didn't know now what I didn't know then. That's really, really good. It's a good song. Yeah. So, uh, R.I.P. Toby Keith, what are your favorites? Let us know. On the hotline. All right. Uh, Grimes and Bigfoot. I love this bar. That's a great one. They got winners. They got I losers. I love this bar. Chain smokers and boozers. Coach Mack, you got any more questions? We got a few minutes left. What about NASCAR? You talked about moving the race up. I don't know that that's ever been done. Uh, they have a. What was the attendance for that? Zero. Lex, right next to zero. Whatever yeah. is right. Whatever is not zero, but just above there. And they threw it on TV, I guess? They did. Fox Sports 1 or something? They, like they, they did. And, yeah. and interrupted some basketball, I think, along the way, but uh, probably not to the chagrin of anybody that was watching whatever that, that was supposed to be. Well, I didn't watch any of it. I did th- think it was pretty radical when I saw that announcement on Saturday that, hey, it's coming up tonight instead of tomorrow i watched every minute of it every lap of it uh did you hate watch it yes it's a (laughs) it's a gimmick and i hate watched it but if it's nascar and it's on tv i'm watching by golly so daytona is next week not this sunday but next so what's this weekend nothing nothing they got to get back from california okay a lot of driving and then they'll do the uh what trucks friday next friday um I almost called it Nextel. What's the uh, what's the Xfinity? Xfinity yeah. uh, on Saturday and then Daytona 500 Sunday. There you go. All right, I'm excited. We'll have to do a pool or something. We we I do. I'm in a bunch of pools. One with uh, Brian Meador and uh, Ray Coleman, and one with just Meador. And we've run a couple people out. JJ JJ McClam lost so much money, he's not allowed to be in the pool anymore. <laughs> and we had to fire Greg Pierce for not caring, uh, you know, from from the pool. So so we've uh, we've narrowed it down. But uh, well, yeah, Coach we, Mack, we will have, you swim in my pool? <laughs> All right. I'll take that as a yes. Don't answer. Uh, what else you got? Anything. I'll be glad to get in the NASCAR pool. There we go. That's what I wanted. All right. <laughs> anything else? Super Bowl. Who wins? Are you Are you betting on the game? I know you're betting something. I'm gonna, oh, I'm, I'm betting quite a few. I'm hate betting the Chiefs. I don't want them to win. But Just like straight up minus the, minus the points? Well, I get plus, plus the points, points in this points, case. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So give me the Chiefs. In fact, if you want to get exotic, Coach, uh, give me alternate line, Chiefs minus two and a half. 
you'll get even more on the back end of it i like that you gonna take that yeah chiefs minus two and a half i don't know what the odds will be but i'm i'm gonna go niners just because i think they can win and i want uh christian mccaffrey and steve wilkes to get theirs i want them to but you think i also just said that i think they can win the football game because of the weapons they have you now just, this that she's oh is that's great. that's why I thought that because you just said it. Would a win here put Mahomes in the Hall of Fame or is he already in the Hall of Fame? Coach Mike, get the hell out of here. Okay, <laughs> no, don't. <laughs> Patrick Mahomes is already in the Hall yeah, of Fame. He's a Hall of Fame. That's why I asked the question. Well, I think it's a, a simple one to answer. Okay, uh, you I, need to start I, asking. I apologize. Hey, you know, I don't, know I, I don't get on your dumb answers. <laughs> I don't know about that, Coach. Oh, and mentally give, I do. You give but it to not me. out loud. You give it to me. Um, I think the question is, when do we start talking about him with Brady? If he wins this one. If he wins another one. I think that's more so than Hall of Fame. What do you think about that? He's got two. Yeah, he's going for his two third. and this three is trips. His fourth Super Bowl appearance. And, and yeah. Eli, Eli has two. Yeah. He in the Hall of Fame? Unfortunately, yeah. Eli Manning, a Hall of Famer? Yeah. Yes. All right. At least but, you were consistent. Yeah, he's in. Um, But, but Patrick Rhodes is way better than Eli Manning. I, I think at some point, like if he keeps winning and keeping these other guys from winning, like all these great quarterbacks in the AFC, you're going to have to look at Mahomes as one of the best all the best all time the best he's got a ways to go that's so much recent ism in some how old is he i mean let's look at that he is 28 28 he's got a good eight years and then he can play until he's 40 like these other guys yeah and start and start ring shopping like brady did and go to a good team like he went to tampa is he older than you yeah about three years you got three years. You better, you better pick it up, son. I'm you better start, pick it up. I'm going to start training tomorrow. I'm actually going to do some cardio <laughs> playing some basketball. Uh, Coach Mack, upset tonight. I didn't call for the upset, Chandler, so I'm not going to claim I did. But what did I say? Emotional letdown. Kansas just had a huge win against Houston. Be weary of that line and that game against K-State. All right, Coach Max. South Carolina at home against Ole Miss tonight. Gamecocks take care of business. Take care of business. I do want to give you credit, too. Last week, there was some funky lines, and I was like, Coach, when the lines are this funky, you got to go with what feels funky. You said no, and you were right on all cases. North Carolina at home against Clemson coming off an emotional win, but they are at home. They take care of business. And Clemson can't beat North Carolina in Chapel Hill ever. Houston big favorites at home against OK State. My upset of the night, Dayton goes down. Dayton falls on the road at St. Joe's. Doesn't happen. All right. Coach Mack and Zach say no. BYU on the road at Oklahoma. Oklahoma's a favorite in that game. Yeah, well, they should be. Texas Tech Baylor in Waco. Who you liking that one, Coach? I'm, I'm liking Texas Tech. They, they dropped a bad one last week to TCU, but I like them. All right. Good uh, slate of games on the Buccaneer Music Hall scoreboard presented by Dub Buck. Coach Mack enjoyed it as always. We will talk to you next week. I'll be here. All right. There is Mack McCarthy, Hour 1, Pirate Radio Live. We got more coming up after this.
are listening to Hour 2 of Pirate Radio Live. Do you need custom t-shirts, apparel, or promotional items for your business, organization, or event? Keep it local. Print it local with University Sportswear. Contact them today at universitysportswearenc.com. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. Have you heard? Greenville Auto World is under new ownership and is now part of the driveherenow.com network. Driveherenow.com is run by local people who buy service detail and sell everything directly uh, directly rather to you. Greenville Auto World is now the fifth dealership to join driveherenow.com. Get car shopping today at driveherenow.com and choose a location near you. Driveherenow.com, serving Eastern North Carolina for over 47 years and a proud supporter of the Pirates. Now let's head back in to PRL. Here's Clip. Back with you, Pirate Radio Live, hour two of the show. Clip Rock, Chon, Shirley, Alex, Delaney, Zach. Why is Drake uh, trending? I just kidding. Uh, Zach said something right before we went on the air that maybe he'll be able to show us tomorrow in person. Oh, you are not going to put me on the spot like that. You so, can't just come out and say I dunked for the first time. What, what did you tell us? I dunked for the first time over Christmas break on like a ten, on foot, 10 foot rim. I've been trying with a real so ball, like a men's ball. You dunked for the first time. It, I've been trying for so long. Well, first of all, that's awesome. That's something I'll never be able to accomplish in my life. So that is a huge accomplishment. And I tried to video it so many times in the rec here and never done it. I went home, went to my like the home place where I play. I did it first try with no camera recording. I'm like, are you kidding me? Is that so? Did you do it after that? Uh, I tried again and I couldn't get it. <laughs> oh, so, I was like, Are you kidding me? So you really had that one shining jump. I really did. My All legs right. just worked extra special on that one. Well, Zach and uh, the interns may be out uh, helping us out at the basketball game tomorrow, but sweet, we'll see Zach get up. I will not I'll be try. dunking on Chandler. Chandler, will you be dunking tomorrow? Absolutely not. All right. Let's talk to a former uh, basketball player who joins us on the Pirate Radio Live line. We know him as a baseball guy. But he was a hooper as well. Mike Mullis joins us. What's up, Molly? Hey, buddy. How are you? I'm doing great. And uh, Chandler, what did I say to you yesterday? I wish we could uh, do a stream of us watching a ball game with Mully. In Mully's little spot there? In the Mully section at Clark yeah. Claire. I had fun on Sunday, Mully. Yeah, it was good. And it was uh, it was good to see you guys out. Good, I mean, good crowds uh, Saturday and Sunday. I mean, you know, I'm sitting here thinking there, there's a lot of schools that won't play in front of the size crowds that show up to uh, to the Pirate scrimmage games. It's, it's it's pretty cool, but yeah, it was a lot of fun. Uh, look, it is early February. Uh, haven't got to the season yet, but we're we're kind of making claims on who we think is gonna gonna have a big year this year. What the team's gonna look like, and Mully, you. And you can change this sentiment as the season goes along when we see some real games. But we always like to say, what's the identity of this team heading into a season? And for years, it has been defense. It's been pitching. It's been kind of gritty, gutty. Um, And I'm not going to put words in your mouth, but I believe you are thinking that this has potential to be a team that's going to put up a lot of runs and maybe have a different identity than ECU baseball teams of the past. Yeah, look, man. I, I think a couple things. Number one, the uh, with the with the new hitting approach, and I say approach with the new commitment to the offensive side of the baseball, and you know the the change there uh, with the hitting coach. Uh, man, just watching the dedication and the commitment that the guys have to doing what they're being asked to do. I mean, they're just not wasting swings either in BP or in games. You you honestly don't see many fly balls. You see a lot of line drives back to the heart of the field. And 
all those things that kind of warm a coach's heart. And at the same time, you know, you see guys like uh, Wilcox and smokes a ball uh, out of the park, line drive off the little flagpole, and then later on in the same scrimmage stays on one the other way and hits it out of the park. So, you, you know, the fans will still get to see their home runs. I don't know if we'll see the big towering, majestic home runs as much uh, as we've seen in past years, but uh, I expect to see a, a lot of balls hit really hard. And and I'm going to tell you the other wild card they they have as much team speed as I've ever seen uh, on the field. At, you know, uh, for for at Clark or Claire or even back to the Harrington days. I mean, some guys that can really really run, and just the intent with which they run the bases. I think you're looking at a team that's going to be uh, up there pretty good when it comes to the end of the year as it relates to stolen bases and, and even into just extra base kind of hustle categories. Uh, so, yeah, man, I think it's going to be a lot of fun to watch. I, you know, the, 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 if, if it's kind of ironic and funny how athletics are, if there's a part that may concern you a little bit right now, would would be a little bit of the cleanliness of the defense, but you have to factor in uh, in these inter-squad games, you know, you've got freshmen playing in spots that uh, they're just trying to get used to and, uh, you know, guys that, that, that figure to be depth guys at, at least for this season, you know, out there as starters. So I think when you put the starting nine out there, the starting eight defensively, um, I, I mean, I, I think that those will, those woes will kind of take care of themselves. But, yeah, Clipper, to your point, and I, I think that's going to be led by Carter Cunningham. He's He's my – He's my pick to click, and at least that was the case maybe prior to watching Riley Johnson three for three on Sunday with yeah. singles and a ten. So, uh, I, and I think Riley has got to be a really, uh, I say, pleasant surprise, but welcome, welcome addition return. You know, for, from a uh, healthy Riley. Molly, uh, it's a good thing when I can count the fly balls uh, in my head that I saw on Sunday while I was out there. And one was a Riley Johnson home run. One was a Dixon Williams ground rule double. One was Carter Cunningham robbing Wilcoxon of a home run at the wall. And the other two, a lazy fly to center. And then we had a collision in right field. And they'll have to clean up communication on that one. But other than that, Molly, it was all line drives and ground balls, which sometimes pitchers are in trying to induce those ground balls so that can be a good thing with the with pitching but line drives ground balls i mean that's that's what they want and we saw a ton of that on sunday and kind of speaks to what you were talking about riley johnson carter cunningham really hitting the ball well dixon hitting the ball well and uh you've got some guys that uh you're really excited about going into the season what is it about wilcoxon in february he loves this time of year molly it looks like yeah, you know, when he carried it, uh, you look at his last two falls and then the season he had last year, and, and you, you know, what makes it remarkable what he did uh, offensively is what he had to do defensively uh, with, you know, McChrystal being banged up a little bit and not necessarily a ton of depth behind the plate. Um, you know, he had to catch a lot of games, and it's not by accident that, that you know, they talk about catchers and hitting, and, you know, when you lose your legs, it's, it's a big obviously big source of of your stability and kind of where a lot of the uh a lot of the, the pop and speed from the swing is generated so you know th- those legs take a beating and uh and he still managed to put up uh, really good numbers and, and I, I wouldn't expect anything different this year i i think he's a double digit home run guy uh and and maybe even maybe even we might see him flirt with you know getting north of 15 so i i mean i it's uh 
Yeah, he, you're right. He he likes he he likes the cooler months, and and again, it did a did a really nice job of maintaining. And I think that only gets better this year with the healthy McChrystal and then a a capable uh you know a capable defensive replacement in the freshman. Talking to Mike Mullis. Coming up in just a little bit, you'll hear from Ryan McChrystal and Jacob Jenkins-Coward. I talked to Wyatt Lunsford-Shankman yesterday, Mully, and asked him uh, about the pitching winning the weekend. He said, uh, or excuse me, the hitting winning the weekend. Um, And Wyatt said that was the case for the most part. I brought that over to McChrystal today, and he said all I could think about was Wyatt uh, shutting me down and me going 0-2, 0 for 2 against him. Sounds like Wyatt uh, maybe won the weekend from an individual pitching standpoint. How about other arms, Mully? We talk about the the great hitting from the scrimmage over the weekend. Any other arms stand out to you? You know, I I thought Jade Winter looked good. He's he's definitely a different look in the you know the hard breaking ball and kind of the funky delivery. Uh, the the uh, transfer and I'm losing his name right now from uh, from G Dub from George Washington. Uh, kind of an interesting Chris Kaler. He's not Chris Kaler. There you go. Doesn't necessarily have overpowering stuff. Uh, but works with like extreme pace and uh, makes it very difficult for a hitter to get comfortable in the box against them. So, I mean, I, I really all, all four of the guys that started for each of the teams in the scrimmage this weekend, um, you know, I don't think you're scared of running any of them out there at any point. And, and obviously, we saw uh, the Pirate Radio favorite and Danny Bill out of the pen twice this weekend. And uh, Danny, per his admission, hey, I didn't necessarily have my best stuff, but. You know, he just went out and collected outs and got some soft contact. He actually uh, was the beneficiary of of one of the lazy fly balls on Sunday. So, I mean, look, I, I you, you gotta like, I mean, you gotta like where they're at. You gotta like where the club is. And I mean, I, I will tell you, and I, I've, I've said it fairly, you know, fairly publicly or when asked. I, I man, I, I like where this club is going into the season. Uh, you know, and a lot of people look at the at the schedule and go, okay, they open up with Ryder. Uh, but let, let's not forget, Ryder uh, was in that Coastal Carolina regional last year, beating Coastal in extras in the first game, and then losing a heartbreaker to Duke uh, in extras. And I mean, they're they're going to be games. Now they've had some roster turnover, uh, but nonetheless, I mean, I, I you know I think the uh, I think the Pirates will will you know will be will be somewhat at least tested. Uh, you know, opening weekend. Yeah, and uh, by the way, Mully has not always been this optimistic uh, going into a year. Always thinks ECU is going to be good, but a uh, little extra umph to uh, to Mully's predictions this year. Mully, uh, a question from Young Joey on YouTube. What's up, Joey? He says, "Who starts more games this year, Norby or Beal? The new Norby uh, and Danny Beal both." I would think looked at as bullpen guys, but could be midweek guys. Uh, what do you think they do with Norby uh, this year, Molly? You heard anything about him? Well, no. You know what? I think Norby may be last year's root. I think he's a guy okay. that you see in one role early, and then you know you get late into the season, maybe even like we saw last year into the conference tournament, and you've got to kind of have that spot start. And, and look, I, I really don't think you see Danny much. I, I think he he has earned the right to kind of, um, I don't want to say dictate his role because obviously that's not the case, but he's earned the right to have a preference. And I think the staff appreciates the fact that he wants to be that back-end guy. And I'm going to tell you, from having put together pitching staffs, that guy who's going to hold that role down has got to be one that that really relishes that opportunity to come out and you know in, in leverage situations to give you a chance to win a game or at least hold a lead. So... If I had to pick between the two, I would think Norby would have more starts potentially, 
Uh, but I don't think it'll be a crazy number of starts. But but again, uh, all that preface by I, let let's see how you know let's see how it goes as far as staying healthy. Mike Mullis joining us here. Joey claims he told Jenny that Norby's the new root. Is Mully and Joey our greatest baseball minds we have around here, Chandler? They could be. Is that the case? All right. Uh, <laughs> let's go to uh, Jamie. He says, uh, and we'll <clears throat> switch gears a little bit, Mully. He said, saw Clayton Kershaw's coming back this year. Um, best pitcher in baseball right now, or has he been passed? And all time, how do you compare him to the greats? What do you think about Clayton Kershaw in 2024 and Clayton Kershaw all time, Mully? I think the problem is the taste in your mouth when you get a Clayton. Think, get a, a thought of Clayton Kershaw in the postseason. Um, he's obviously had a, 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 a Hall of Fame type career. He's really good. Uh, you know, you got to expect it's going to be a diminishing product. But you know, who knows with these guys? They sometimes seem to reinvent themselves. But it's been that uh, the overall lack of postseason success. Although Molly. he has had some more more recently. But historically, that's not been, uh, you know, not been his strong suit. Does Clayton Kershaw have a COVID ring or a World Series ring? Hey, buddy, it says World Series. Okay. I I know. I know. Some people call it phony and fake. I was just seeing where you stand on that. Yeah, I mean, look, it's it's obviously a huge – that played right into his hand because he didn't have to survive the number of outings. But theoretically, where he was physically was more like where he would be you know, two-thirds of the way through the season. Yeah. I mean, I, I think the same thing holds true with all the COVID championships. If it's, you know, the Lakers in the bubble or whatever. I mean, they, they all kind of have uh, a little bit of uh, lack of luster. Mike Mullis joining us, Pirate Radio Live Line. Mully, uh, Chiefs and Niners. What do you think about the Super Bowl? Man, I, I think I'm like everybody else in the country, or at least nine out of ten. Like, I'm um, – I, I I feel like it'll be the Chiefs. I, I wish it. I wish it were to be the Forty ers But man, the Chiefs are just playing so well. And and I have, uh, as I've as I've said several times uh, to you both on and off the air, I've I've got uh, Chief lag. I've I've, I've kind of had a dog, yeah. and you know, even to the point where in media day they're talking to Kelsey about Taylor Swift, and of course he rolls into how you know it's been so good for the NFL to introduce. Uh, this new fan base of, uh, you know, younger, primarily young ladies that are now watching football with their dads. I mean, and I think that's, I, I, I think that's a bit of a stretch. I, I don't, you know, I, I, maybe that happens. I, I, you know, I don't know. But uh, anyway, I, 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 I hope that the 49ers can pull it out. Uh, but, I, you know, I, the Chiefs are playing really, really well right now. The interesting thing with the Chiefs, that my caveat to that will be, there is a little bit of contention with uh, some of the White House that, you know, that could – does that end up playing a role? I, you know, I don't know. Mike Mullis joining us, Pirate Radio Live Line, fun time of the year. Getting ready for Pirate Baseball. Got the Super Bowl college hoops cranking up uh, towards the end of the regular season. So, uh, great time. Uh, what, Chad? Did you have a question for Molly? Because my question was not about baseball, you skip it. All right, hold on. Hold on, Chad. Hold on, Molly. Um – how uh if i see mully out in the wild would he punch me in the face if i ask him for a selfie okay interesting question no yeah be honored 
Yeah, I, honestly, Chad, I kind of feel where you're coming from. I was nervous to ask Molly for a selfie at his birthday, and he was the most pleasant guy ever. Yeah, come on, pal. So, uh, yeah. Yeah, I don't know where the, where this history comes from. I, I, I've always been uh, just to try to just be the, the, the ray of sunshine. Okay. <laughs> and I will say this, though. You are not a violent man, or at least I've never been no. when I'm around. No, no, yeah. no, no. No, it's full for that. Molly, good stuff. Enjoyed it. We'll talk to you soon. Okay, y'all take care. All right. If y'all see Molly in public, he will give you a selfie. Now I want to see all the Molly selfies. I want everybody to have a selfie with Molly. Uh, Steve says, can I video this game tomorrow, Clippo? Um, how should we do the, the video rights to this game? I have no idea. I'm, I feel like there's so many people that want to do it. See, I, I've thought about... I know what I want to do, but... And Big Dog's really busy. I don't want to, like, put this on his plate. Jenny said she could do some video-type editing. I would like to... You want to go live on Facebook and YouTube? Well, here's... I, I would... my What I'd really like to do, if in a, if I lived in a perfect world, would be to film it, have multiple cameras multiple angles multiple shots put it all together don't spoil who wins and put it all together in a big produced piece mm-hmm. perfect world but we don't live in that perfect world so no, we don't nobody does um steve we'll talk about that tomorrow with you but yeah that's a possibility just bring a ball uh ellerby has walked in that must mean that something. means somebody's getting fired or there's other big news afloat Chandler, can I see you in my office? <laughs> sure. <laughs> um, I've got uh, breaking news. You can see it on our social media right now. Hide off the press. It's local politics, bud. We we have... You guys talk. We have brand new It's Local Politics Bud t-shirts with the whole Naylor Show logo on the back. Is that right, Ellerby? Pirate Radio logo on the arm. You getting that? It's local politics, bud. And big, bold, purple, and gold. Ride it. Shirts available now, Ellery? Uh, They're going to be available during the 5 o'clock hour on Wednesday when it's the Holt Naylor Show takeover right here on Pirate Radio Live. We're going to be taking your phone calls. I know Holton is uh, desperate to find the local politics bud guy. So (laughs) if he will call in or if someone knows him, and can contact and give us some of his whereabouts. We're going to be uh, having some giveaways during the show, during the 5 o'clock hour awesome. on Wednesday. So uh, it's the Holt Naylor Show takeover. These just are hot off the press from our friends at University Sportswear. Nice. Wanted to come in and uh, show it real quick because I know you guys have an action-packed show, but I thought I would break in before your uh, next commercial break and uh, show it to our uh, audience. So hopefully... Uh, the good news is, uh, Chandler, you're not fired. You can still work here. But, oh, uh, awesome. You need to help out during the Holton show, Ayler show tomorrow yeah. at 5 o'clock right here on Pirate Radio. And then Thursday, they got a uh, big guest for Episode 5, Shane Cap- Carden. Shane Carden. The old cat will be in, so that'd be good. All right, it's local politics, but crazy that Holton Ayler's has seen a Bigfoot, but as but we can't find this guy. 
And is there a connection? <laughs> People are asking, Ellerby. Yes. Cromsland Bigfoot on YouTube. Cromsland Bigfoot has been spotted by Holton Ehlers. Uh, let's take a break. When we return, uh, Jacob Jenkins Cowart, Ryan McChrystal joined us. We'll talk some more Pirate Baseball on a Tuesday edition of Pirate Radio Live. We're back with you after this. Now, Red Solo Cup is the best receptacle for barbecues, tailgates, fairs. Festivals, you sir do not have a pair of testicles if you prefer drinking from black. You're listening to Hour 2 of Pirate Radio Live. Do you need custom t-shirts, apparel, or promotional items for your business, organization, or event? Keep it local. Print it local with University Sportswear. Contact them today at universitysportswearenc.com. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. Do you need custom t-shirts, apparel, or promotional items for your business, organization, or event? Keep it local and print it local with University Sportswear. Contact them today at universitysportswearenc.com, the official sportswear provider of Pirate Radio. And Bud Light reminds Pirate fans to always stay in the game and drink responsibly. Bud Light, the official beer of the ECU Pirates and proudly distributed by Carolina Eagle Distributing since 1989. Now let's head back in to PRL. Here's Clip. Alrighty, back with you on Pirate Radio Live. Wish that conversation with Joey during the break was on the air. Yep. The 13 conspiracy theory going around. Y'all seen that? I saw some online Involving, about it. Involving uh, Taylor Swift and yeah. Yeah. Travis. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's see if I can find it real quick. Uh, I mean, it is interesting if you go by that, you know, what do they call them? Number grams or something? I forget yeah, what they call it's all pretty bogus, but Joey's a full blown conspiracy theorist. Wow, look what the early bird dragged in. Man. Uh, Bryce Williams will be joining us hour three, and we've got our intern Olympics coming up in hour number three. Right now, conversation I had earlier today, Jacob Jenkins Cowart and Ryan McChrystal join me inside the Pirate Radio studios, and let's hear that conversation right now. Talk to a couple more Pirates, Ryan McChrystal and Jacob Jenkins Cowart here inside the Pirate Radio studios as we are a week and a few days away from the start of the East Carolina baseball season in 2024. And uh, guys, welcome in. Good to be here. Good to be here. How are we doing? Good. Uh, JC going headphones on. Ryan going off. Couldn't do it. I tried to find a spot, but I can't hear you guys (laughs) twice. I lose it. Start going crazy. Fair enough. We don't want you to go crazy right before (laughs) the season begins. Uh, I was at Sunday's scrimmage. And I want to uh, highlight Ryan McChrystal beating out a double play. Yeah, you know, that's kind of what I'm known for is my running ability. So <laughs> so I had to go ahead and show that off. Talked about that yesterday with Parker Bird and Wyatt Lunsford-Shankman. And first of all, uh, I hear you've moved up. I didn't know about the running categories. Oh, yeah. So red, gold, green. Yep. You've you moved a combination to- of both, too. You can. Oh, okay. You can be red, gold, or gold, green. I heard you moved up to gold. I did. I got moved up to gold, and that's probably the biggest accomplishment I've ever had since I've been here. Especially last year after the back thing, I was turned into a red red. Oh, no. <laughs> I called myself maroon. It was just that. It was that bad. But, yeah, I, I heard Coach P call out gold, and I kind of just went numb. You know, it's just one of those feelings that you're going to remember the rest of your life. So that's kind of where I am right now. 
JC, uh, are you a green at this point? Yeah, I'd say uh, steel breaks. I'm, I'm a green, but uh, out of the box, I'm gold green because it takes me a while to put the bat down. Like, I, I have a long swing so Yeah. 10-4. Uh, how do you guys feel uh, it went? Wide Lunsford Shingles and the bats uh, won the weekend. You, you feel like uh, the offense went pretty well this weekend? Yeah. You know, you're kind of giving me a... Eh. Yeah. Well, I'm just thinking about my bats against yeah. Wyatt, and he beat me twice. So, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Against him, against him, the bats did not win. He looked awesome. Yeah, Shank went four scoreless. He was really good. Yeah. But, yeah, I think the bats in general were really good. I think we're doing a good job of... Sounds crazy remembering we're on offense. I think it's something we're kind of trying to hammer home. Like, we're the ones with the bat in our hand. It's time to be aggressive and, like, try and hammer the ball at all times. It's not, not, not a time to be passive when you're in the batter's box facing another guy. You want to make sure they, the other team knows you're on offense at all times. Uh, I counted very few balls in the air on Sunday, and one of those was a home run uh, by Riley Johnson. One was a ground rule double by Dixon Williams. Other than that, there was a home run robbed. I think it was... Mm-hmm. Uh, Wilcoxon uh, being robbed by Cunningham, and then there was a fly ball to center, and then had some uh, some drama out in right with a collision there. Uh, but other than that, everything was a line drive or on the ground. Now sometimes pitchers want you to hit it on the ground, but if you're hitting line drives and hitting balls on the ground, that's a pretty good sign, right? Yeah, it can be, especially with uh, the guys that were on the mound uh, out of the bullpen Sunday and mostly Saturday, like. Guys that throw heaters at the top of the zone, you know, you, if you try and hit that in the air, you're going to pop it up. So we're trying to hit low line drives, and it, it paid off on Sunday. Mentioned uh, Riley Johnson. I know he hadn't been able to do a whole lot until a couple of weekends ago. Sounds like and looks like he's hit the ground running. He's uh, hitting the ball well. Yeah, no doubt. He's he's so much fun to play with. He's just like one of those guys that sparks everything that's going on. Like I have a locker next to him too, and it's like we're always doing something goofy or laughing, or he's making making me laugh at something you wouldn't expect to laugh at. So it's it's just awesome being around him in general, and I just love seeing that guy have success. Like most of my teammates, but in general, just that guy, like. He's earned it. You know, he's gone through some stuff that you wouldn't put on anybody. So to see him start the way he started is awesome. And I'm I'm sure he's going to continue it because I see how hard he works every day. And just uh, another big uh, gun out there in the outfield, J.C. Saw uh, Carter in left. And I uh, believe the guy said yesterday it's the first time he's been there. He's been over at first. Yeah, for he's most practicing of the, at first. Yeah. But he, he'll practice in, in the outfield every once in a while during BP. But that was his first scrimmage in left. So. I mean, just like riding a bike for him. A lot of able bodies and uh, big bats in that outfield, though, for ECU this year, including yourself. Yeah, for sure. We have a very deep outfield, and it's it's to the point where we have infielders that can play outfield, outfielders that can play infield, which is really a, a good problem to have when you have too many outfielders, per se. And I uh, gave a shout-out yesterday. Uh, is it Davin Whitaker? Mm-hmm. Uh, big, tall dude out in right, made a diving catch. I thought the ball hit the ground. I was standing over there, but the ump called it out, so it's an out, so credit to him. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, that ball bounced up. I thought it did, too. <laughs> yeah, but, uh, yeah. I told Star a nice single. He's running back to the dugout. He ran past home plate. It was like, a nice single, Star. I'll see you later, dude. <laughs> yeah, maybe that's a earmuff during the season, a review or whatever. Yeah, no, yeah, for sure. Perhaps. Um, uh, talking to Ryan McChrystal and Jacob Jenkins Coward, if you're going to get a question in, we'll be on a few minutes with the guys as uh, they have a busy schedule today, but we're able to drop by and talk some baseball with us just a week and a few days ahead of the season opener. So uh, more scrimmages going on this weekend, and then you get to the real thing, right? Um, did enjoy Jeff Palumbo in the bucket hat. Looked cool. Uh, but giving out instructions during the scrimmage, including to... Um, the catcher behind you and Wilcoxon, uh, is it Walker? Yep, Walker. Yeah. He um, 
first of all, you guys, I think every bunt you put down to begin every half inning was beautiful and uh, got the runner over or led to a base hit. Uh, but he tried to throw a, uh, a runner out, a force out at third, and, and to hear Coach Palumbo said, hey, most guys will get there, but be aware who the runner is. So always instruction and just another reminder, Ryan, that there's a million things going on in a baseball game you got to be aware of. Yeah, no doubt, and especially, like, just like trying to put myself in his shoes like that, like being a freshman catcher, there's so much going on. Like there's a lot more than people realize that's going on back there. You're kind of in charge of a lot that's happening throughout a game. And like that play that Walker made, it wasn't necessarily the wrong play. It's just one of those things like before the play, like when you say that the game's slow for a guy, you, it really is just he's already gone through everything in his head that could happen. And so then when something happens, it's just reliving what he's already practiced and processed. So like that play – for example, like when there's a bunt right in front of the plate when we have on one of our bunt defenses that's just getting out, you don't really want to throw that ball to third just because if there's no outs, someone's bunting, then you want to get the out just because if it's not important to get the lead runner, you get the out. But if you don't get the out, there's no outs, bases loaded. All right. I was up next, so it's another situation where you got an RBI guy that's up next, so then it really could just extend the inning. So, like, if it was a slow runner, sure, but, like, just being able to go through all the processes like that before the play starts is – good thing for him to learn especially in a scrimmage where it doesn't really matter but it's just another example of like the game can get kind of fast sometimes so it's really good especially the way that coach p broke it down for him just helping everyone understand what every situation is we talked about you guys speed the uh the red gold green are there any signs or words like that for the opposing team like uh, to make sure you're aware of if this guy's speedy in that case for a catcher or maybe jc when a guy's on second uh, instead of making that throw to home because he's likely going to score and, and give up the extra base, you know, do you, how yeah. aware are y'all on, of what's on going every on? scouting report when we go through hitters meetings? Uh, there, there's a uh, a lineup with you know the other team and all their times of first, times steal times. So right. we have everything. So just like you heard Coach P yelling out colors for us, they he yells it out for every hitter that we face too. So we're we're aware and we're prepared when when stuff like that goes down. How many? Uh, I don't know if plays is the word, but when when there is a runner on situations, things like that, um, are the calls coming in from the dugout, Ryan? Uh, you as a catcher, are you making some of those? Well, what's that like for you guys? Uh, we have an entire sheet just like this, but it is full top to bottom in plays, like different pick plays, different pitch outs, different bunt plays, first and third plays. We have four bunt plays, four first and third plays, and then we got. Three pickoff moves a second, two to two to third, then we got two extra bump plays for a squeeze in here. I mean, just all that stuff. But yeah. they sign it in from the dugout, and then a bunch of the pitch, like the um, pickoff plays, they'll put on the watch, and so we all get it. And then we'll either touch our hat or mask or whatever it is at that particular day to let them know that that plays on, and then we run it. But yeah, it's definitely a process to learn all those. Same thing, uh, pre-pitch, I guess, JC. Are they telling the outfield where to shift and, and yeah, what to do? Yeah, so we have, uh, we have a, a nice, long towel. It's all wrapped up. It's bright orange, and um, Henry Lartigue will be in the dugout, and he'll, he'll hold it this way, and that means we're shifting this way or the opposite or straight okay. up. So That's an easy way to do yeah, it. Because, I mean, it's hard for them to yell from all the way to right field from the third base dugout. So that the towels, it sticks out and it's easy to see. Uh, Brian North, WCTI 12, with a question for Jacob Jenkins Coward. Do you have a mustache idol? Somebody you look up to in the mustache game? Me. 
<laughs> I, don't, I don't. I Ryan, is he your mustache idol? I don't have one. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have. A, no, I don't have a mustache idol. I, I also like don't know how to really trim it. So if it gets too long, it just disappears for a couple weeks and then it's back. Yeah. Okay. I get that uh, completely. Ryan, uh, are you competing this March or? Uh, we'll see. Last year, I. Uh, Took it upon myself to join the NIT instead of the the main tournament. So I don't know if I'll be doing that again with a couple of the freshmen. It's kind of my thing now, but yeah, I don't know. Yeah, we'll I mean, see what we can do. The yeah, beach probably doesn't get you too far. Got good hair on the head, just yeah. doesn't really. Yeah, no doubt. I might fake mustache it for a week. See what we can do. Yeah, is that legal? Can it's you, happened before. Can you use performance enhancing drugs in the mustache march? Maybe some. I'm not sure. That's a. I'm not sure about that. <laughs> yeah, don't even try. Yeah, you might. I'm sure to answer that. <laughs> Maybe like a performance-enhancing Sharpie. There you go. Yeah. It's been done before. Sharpie's bold because mm-hmm. then it's there for a while. But Speaking of uh, performance enhancers, do you guys get tested for anything? Drugs, performance yeah. enhancers during the season or before? Random. Yeah. Right before the season starts, there'll be a random selection of us. Yeah, and they can't tell you before, like 24 hours, they tell you. Obviously, they require 24 hours before, but they can't tell you anything prior to that just because guys could dilute it if they need, they really wanted to or something. I just remember, was it the beginning of the spring or end of the fall, we got, got called into Logan's office, our trainer, and six of us were there, and we were like, what's up? And he closed the door, and he's like, you've been randomly selected. And I was like, I got to get up at 6 in the morning to do this. <laughs> That's the worst yeah, part. Yeah, I was like, you got to be kidding me. <laughs> and then if you miss it, it counts as a... Uh, fail failed test, test. Mm-hmm. and Jaden Jaden Winter, his phone died. Oh no! That night, so our trainer called Trey, one of his roommates, four times at six thirty in the morning, and Trey woke him up, and Jaden ran over there. That would have been horrible. Yeah, yeah, that would have been brutal. Because you had people like making up rumors and stuff at that point. Like, <laughs> dude just overslept. Yeah. His phone died. <laughs> um, another question from Brian: What did you get Cliff for his birthday? You guys do anything? A great practice. I better say that. That's the best present, right? Grit. <laughs> Coach, here's a box of grit that I'm going to use throughout the season. Uh, Jacob Jenkins, Coward, Ryan McChrystal here inside the Pirate Radio Studios getting ready for Pirate Baseball. Cool to have uh, some fans out there. I asked the guys yesterday, let me ask you guys, do Coach Godwin and Coach Palumbo act the same if there's a crowd there than if it was a closed practice? Like, will we have heard more... I don't know, yelling, F-bombs, anything, or pretty much status quo? That was pretty much the same. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe a little bit more censored, but he's not really into the whole F-bombs anymore. Anymore? Especially during scrimmages and stuff, he doesn't really do that. Like, during games, like, you'll never see him during a game, like, get pissed off, like, if someone gets out. Because, obviously, everyone's trying to get out. Just one of those kind of things. Oh, he's got your guys back during the game. It's him versus the umps, and that's about it, right? <laughs> Which on media day, I said the line for him getting tossed this year at two and a half. Might be a little high, but he said no way. He said no way I'm getting tossed more than once this year. It's almost like he plans for one, and, oh, yeah. and then that's it. There's always one. I think last year, unfortunately, he got tossed after a game, the old Moylan mm-hmm. game. So uh, I think yeah. it was two last year. Yeah, that one's unfortunate that he had to get that one put on him because – not like he was the one. Yeah. You know, the umpire, but it is what it is. Uh, speaking of Moylan, uh, I saw, uh, what, Franny out there the other day. So you guys have uh, former players coming out uh, all throughout the offseason, right? Oh, yeah. How cool is that to see those guys? Got it. Oh, yeah. It's uh, it's really nice. Um, they, they obviously have done a lot for the program, and then they come back. It's kind of 
showing off and uh, like showing them what you know they've built. Like Hoover was in the outfield yesterday or Sunday when Riley hit the home run. So I run back to the wall and there's Hoover and he goes, "Is that Johnson?" <laughs> sure is Hoover. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, plan on having Hoove on throughout the season to get his thoughts. If I can get any thoughts out of him, not a yeah, not a huge talker, but loves his pirates and I uh, know loves you guys. Uh, good question from Valerie. Having a high school freshman catcher and high school junior outfield. Oh, I thought she was saying we have a freshman center fielder and a freshman catcher. She has a high school freshman catcher and a high school junior outfielder. What is your best piece of advice that would uh, you would give them that has helped you? getting to the next level hmm great question it's a really good question it's a lot of thinking involved in that i'd say put yourself in front of the eyes that need to see you that's one thing you can't go anywhere if you're not seen yeah i feel like that and then the biggest thing that i learned when i got here like from a catcher perspective is the better that you can make your pitcher look the better that you're going to play like the more that you can invest in how your pitchers are doing and how you can help them, the more you make it about like the, the team of a pitcher and catcher, the duo, is I think the better that you'll be able to perform yourself and then I think get away from the results because I think it's easy to harp on those and get in a bad headspace when the results aren't what you want them to be. But I think the more you can focus on just doing the right thing, the better you're going to do in the long run. Yeah, I mean, that, that's, uh, that's a good point. We'll take a, a Buster Posey that can hit and field and do everything uh but sometimes catchers don't have the highest batting average but if they help great defensive Absolutely. help their pitchers uh coaches will always find a spot for them how uh how did you guys balance the let's have fun in high school uh, with my buddies and all that and taking it serious at the same time because you wanted to play at the next level you know did did you have to maybe give up a few things to get to where you are as a high school player to college yeah yeah, for sure. I mean, I didn't really go do anything crazy with my buddies in high school. I feel like me and my best friends back home like were very different, but we would like watch movies, play video games together and stuff like that and play golf and all that. But we wouldn't really like wouldn't drink, we wouldn't do all that stuff just cuz obviously I had games all the time. I wanted to make sure I was healthy and doing all the right stuff. So yeah, I mean, I didn't really do anything crazy in high school. I kind of hung out with the same people pretty consistently and I'm really blessed that I was able to do that. I think that Keeping the small circle in high school was able to keep my mind on the right things. And obviously, some of my best friends, JC was one of my best friends in high school, too, just always doing the right stuff, making sure we were doing the right stuff together. So it was pretty cool. And JC, how much of it was your just natural talent and ability versus you putting in the work as far as getting to where you are right now? I'd say I was, <clears throat> God definitely blessed me with the ability to play here. Like Coach she says to every recruit that, uh, you know, he's offering a scholarship. We know you have the talent to help us win a national championship and but it, that's not all it's going to take so i think uh my parents definitely instilled the work ethic in me and it carried over when i got here uh customizing uh valerie's question a little bit to what i thought it was originally how about having uh a new center fielder and a new guy behind the plate with you and, and justin uh first of all jc how's it going with the new faces in the outfield yeah they're they're uh they're coming along really strong the fall was obviously a struggle as it is for all freshmen but they learned a lot, especially uh, Bristol's done a really good job being more vocal in the outfield because, you know, if you're going to be the center fielder, you can't just be a body out there. You have to run the outfield. Um, communi- he, he's done a better job communicating with the infielders on our depth and our positioning. So stuff like what happened in right field with Nate and Davin doesn't yeah. happen too much or at all. 
So everybody good after that? That yeah. was a pretty yeah. gnarly collision. Yeah. Very good. All right. Good to hear. Ryan, how about uh, you? And then what are you and Justin passing along to Walker right now? Uh, honestly, the advice I just gave that other catcher is kind of similar. It's just like catching at this level is so different. It's so much faster that you have to be able to really hone in on the things that matter, like what you're like running a pitching staff. Because like here, you're around the pitchers every single day. And like the closer you can be with them, like a lot of my best friends are on the pitching staff now. Like I've gotten to know them outside of the field and it's helped me on the field because they know they can trust me and I can trust them. So I think that's the biggest thing with Walker is it's like it's way bigger than yourself now. Like it's not just you behind the plate trying to be the best catcher possible. It's you trying to be the best catcher possible to make the team as good as they could possibly be. So that's something we've kind of hammered home and he's really starting to, to grasp. And the other thing is that catching's hard. Like nobody in their right mind would go behind home plate and put on that catcher's gear. And like you kind of have to own it. Like J-Dub and I and Walker's starting to do it a little more. Like we'll block at home plate before practice now, like every once in a while, like off the machine. The other day we had the machine mm. with the longest legs I've ever seen on the machine in my life. It, it looked like Randy Johnson was out there, but he was on stilts. And it was like... We were blocking off that. Like, we were wearing balls with the forearm, quads. Walker took one off the neck. Now, that's that's unfortunate. But you kind of have to embrace the suck a little bit behind the blade at times because it is fun. You're in every play, but you're going to leave with some bumps and bruises. So, like, Jam and I will scream, like, just random things, like, just yell whenever we wear one off the arm. And Walker used to, like, be a little bit of a deer in headlights. Like, what are these two crazy guys doing? Especially when it's not Jada's personality at all. But all right. you kind of have to embrace the suck a little bit and also realize that you chose to put this gear on, so you might as well make it the best you possibly can. Yeah, good stuff with uh, Ryan McChrystal, Jacob Jenkins Coward. Uh, who you guys have in the Super Bowl on Sunday? Niners Chiefs. We need the 49ers to win. I think we do. Too. Yeah. To end the reign of the Chiefs and the Swift and all Man, that. I'm so sick of Taylor Swift. God, I used to love her, too. But for Pirate Idol this year, yesterday, I think we're going to try and make the rule. Pirate Idol is when the freshmen sing on the bus. They have to put the headphones on and they can only hear the music and they sing the song. Yeah. I think we're having to make the no Taylor Swift rule this year. Just because yeah. it's absurd how much Taylor Swift I've heard it's of too this much. year. It's not good. a bad idea. Yeah. What song did you guys do when you were called upon? Part in USA. Okay. Yeah, I remember that. I was, Tequila makes her clothes fall off. <laughs> Joe Nichols. <laughs> All right. Classic. <laughs> Fellas, thanks for hanging out. Good luck to you guys. We'll let you get back to it. And uh, we'll talk to you, of course, uh, during the season as well. But good luck. Uh, enjoy it, guys. Absolutely. Thank, thank you. you. JC and Ryan McChrystal joining us here to talk some pirate baseball a week and a few days away from getting the season under. We'll take a break, come back, have a final segment of Hour 2. Bryce Williams will join us Hour 3 and our intern Olympics. Got three stations for the interns today to complete. It'll be a timed event. Everybody will go one at a time. And uh, we will have that coming up at 5 o'clock as well. More to go. Pirate Radio Live on a Tuesday. Back with you after this. I guess some college boys all went home for the summertime. Ten three, we got winners. Hey, we got losers. Chain smokers and boozers. Yeah, we got yuppies. 
You're listening to Hour 2 of Pirate Radio Live. Do you need custom t-shirts, apparel, or promotional items for your business, organization, or event? Keep it local. Print it local with University Sportswear. Contact them today at universitysportswearenc.com. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. When you walk through the doors of Villa Verde, you'll experience the sights, sounds, and smells of authentic Dominican flavors. Villa Verde is inviting you to come by and try some of their amazing empanadas, famous red snapper, grouper bites, Cuban sandwiches, and more. Relax with a fresh mojito or cold beer while enjoying one of their out-of-this-world desserts like the rum pineapple cake. Villa Verde on 10th Street, a platform for good and a proud supporter of the Pirate Nation. Now let's head back in to PRL. Here's Clip. All right, wrapping up hour number two. Kenny uh, said, what is go-to stress relief after a hard day? Was he asking us, you think? My answer would be us. Like PRL. Yeah, but, okay, but what about after your hard day? Because there is no PRL, because PRL is over. Beer. Cold beer. Yeah. For me, I guess it's uh, cooking. Really? Yeah. I like to. Uh, it takes the stress out. Talk to the fam. Ask them, you know, how the how school go today. Then turn on a podcast. Cook up a little something. I love a good podcast too. Love a good cast. Love a good cast of pod. Yeah, yeah. Um, let's look at the national day calendar real quick on our Fleet Feet rundown. Fleet Brought Feet. To Fleet Feet. 207 East Arlington Boulevard in the old Gordon's Golf location. Fleet Feet, they run for you. And always uh, have some fun going on. Got some big events coming up, Sean. Yeah. Even uh, tomorrow night, uh, Wednesday, 6-15, the pub run. And then March 13th, the St. Patty's Pub Crawl. March 16th, the Coop Strong 4-Miler. And then April 20th, the First Step 5K Rug and 1-Mile Fun Run. So check out FleetFeet.com for all the awesome events. Where is uh, the Fleet Feet Greenville Pub Run? It starts at Fleet Feet. All right, there you go. So 6-15, right Let's after PRL head over there and uh and that's awesome always something fun going on and the best shoes for your feet it is national chopsticks day let's uh who here can use chopsticks successfully alex delaney's a iffy i never really use them i've never really tried never attempted uh it is safer internet day i don't know what that means is the internet dangerous well, i'll answer that yeah. yes especially for kids like you safer internet day brings tools education awareness to create a safer internet for both kids and adults fair enough it is national <coughs> froyo day frozen yogurt yeah i won't mention the the place but because uh, it doesn't advertise with us but I, that's my go-to do you remember do they still have them do you remember they like there was a year or two span where like every building became a frozen yogurt place yeah, I feel like it was a scam or something almost because now they're all gone. It is National Lame Duck Day. What does that mean? Lame Duck Day recognizes the ratification of the 20th Amendment to the United States Constitution or the Lame Duck Amendment. I don't know my history and government, so you can Google that one on your own. Tyler said, interesting camera angle. That is because of uh, what we have coming up next for our internal Olympics. Chon's got it all set up. Yeah. The interns have practiced. Um, Jamie says, is this show on YouTube considered a podcast, but outside of YouTube, a radio show? Jamie, that's for you to decide. 
Eric said, I can use uh, chopsticks properly for everything except low main. And why is that? I figured, well, you don't eat, do you eat rice with chopsticks? That seems like it'd be impossible. At least for me personally, noodles and rice are off the table when it comes to chopsticks. Okay, so you're getting like uh, maybe sushi. the chunks of chicken, like the sesame chicken or yeah. sushi is sushi. the go to use yeah. for chopsticks. Fair enough. All right. Thank you for that. Um, weekend update. You want a weekend update, Alex? I didn't know we were going to the Fleet Feet <laughs> Rundown. Nah, man. You're, uh, I you're... mean, my weekend was pretty good. How was yours? Uh, fur. Fair? Mine was pretty good. Got to see ECU baseball. Unfortunately, we watch ECU basketball lose. Zach went to Charlotte. Oh, Zach. Tell us about your weekend. Please. Zach, you got one minute to report us on your Charlotte trip. Sorry, say that again. One minute, uh, Charlotte report. One minute, Charlotte report. Okay. Um, the trip or just the game? Game? Yeah. Game, okay. Building, um, atmosphere. They impressed me. They did. They really did. <clears throat> um, close game all the way until 10 minutes left in the second half. We were down at most six, seven. Uh, 10 minutes left, we were down two. We lost by 15. So you can tell how that last 10 minutes went. Um I think we were only in it because they couldn't hit shots for the first half, and it wasn't really our doing. They just weren't hitting them, and we weren't hitting them either. So we just happened to stay in there. Um, it was fun. They showed out. There's a lot of pirates there. It was a I'm, good energy. I'm ready for the return trip. I, I Oh, yeah. I want us to want to beat them as bad as they want to beat us. Oh, for sure. Let's We get them back here. Let's, let's, let's split. I'd be happy with that. Last regular season game, I believe. Mm -hmm. Last one. In Menji's Coliseum against Charlotte. All right, Zach Delaney and Alex are getting ready to run. The intern Olympics got that on the way. Bryce Williams and Hour 3 Pirate Radio Live. We got more coming up after this. Battle scar. Welcome to Honky Tonk University, y'all. We're in Baghdad. You're listening to Hour 3 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour of PRL is brought to you by Bud Light. Reminding pirate fans to stay in the game and drink responsibly. Bud Light, the official beer of the ECU Pirates and proudly distributed by Carolina Eagle Distributing since 1989. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. Are you ready and pre-approved if the home you want to purchase comes for sale today? Integrity Home Mortgage offers a wide variety of programs ranging from conventional, government, and portfolio loans. The Integrity Home Mortgage Team of Talbot Green, Braxton Green, and Joanne Weir offers over 50 years of experience and is committed to providing you with the superior customer service you deserve. Call them today at 252-714-2076. Integrity Home Mortgage, Pirates Supporting Pirates. Now let's head back in to PRL. Here's Clip. Thank you, Charlie. Welcome back into the program. Clip Rock, Shirley Rhodes. A whole slew of ECU's best and brightest, Alex Harper. Delaney, last name. And Zach, last name. John is here. Bryce Williams joins me inside the Pirate Radio studio. One, two, three, Let's four. go. I saw the light. I was baptized by the fire in your touch and the flame in your eyes. I'm born to love again. I'm a brand new man. 
way. <laughs> Bryce is a brand new man. I know. You had an old uh, secret yeah. that you were holding close to you. I know. Close, close. And Chance. What was that about? What was what? What, what? what was what about? Why'd you not, why'd you not tell me? <laughs> the, I mean, that's personal information, well, Chandler. I kind of, I guess, just waiting for it to go public. Yeah, public. You know? Well, it went public over the weekend because I did. saw it. So, yeah, Chandler texted me and said, hey, man, oh, Bryce uh, had him a mm-hmm. gender reveal. Well, yeah. when I saw it, I was, of course, like, heck yeah, let's, yeah. let's awesome. that's awesome. <laughs> and then I was like, wait a minute. Did I even know that they were pregnant? No, I held out on y'all. Not intentionally, just kind of, Yeah, you know. Chandler's taking it really hard, but I'm okay with it. John, it was nothing personal. It'll be all right. It's just business. If nobody is. (laughs) (laughs) That's true. So, uh, what was the reveal of the reveal? Oh, a boy. It's a boy. Yeah. It's a boy. Yeah. When do we do? July 7th. Man, okay. Yeah. So, we're about on the halfway mark-ish. How did uh, I did not see the reveal? Was it, did it involve guns or uh, how? No, nah, it, it was just standard. It's a big, really big balloon, and then we popped it. Nothing crazy. So y'all didn't know. Well, we actually knew on Friday. I, I, here's a question: How do you? Somebody has to know. So who um, knows? Her mom knew. Okay. Yeah. So we went to the doctor that Friday, found out, and then obviously. Um, so y'all knew but like the rest of the family didn't mm-hmm. but for most gender reveals do the parents know because we didn't do a gender um reveal. i think it's kind of opinion some don't do a gender like i mean don't find out until they do the reveal and then some people who are impatient like me and anna we wanted to know and then gotcha yeah uh so since we were left out of knowing that you and Anna, we're having a baby. We think we should be at least consulted on the name. You know, that's funny. We don't really have a perfect a boy name set yet. In fact, I'm gonna let the chat gang do it. Yeah, I mean, I'm open, <laughs> I'm open to anything because every every time I talk, because I want like you know, kind of a older, vintage, strong man name. Um, and every time I go on like Google, like to search just to see if anything sparks me, nothing. You know what's crazy? Chandler, what day was it that I randomly looked up baby names? Was it last Wednesday? I think when Ken was here. Yeah. That's weird. That's weird. I, maybe I felt something. Well, I, he may have. As a father, I felt some fatherly energy yeah, coming I off think of so. You felt a disturbance in the force. I think yeah. so. That's weird. It was like the most common baby names in yeah. 2024, 2023. Yeah. You know a name, if I had a boy that um, I was going to throw out to the wife? Owen. Oh, I don't know. I, for no reason at all. Yeah, that's one of my good Brock. buddy's name. Okay, I like that name. Buddy's name is Owen. Uh, Jamie Owen. says Milton and Cornelius. So what's really funny that he said Milton is that's Jay's middle name, and I like Milton, but Anna, I guess, doesn't isn't, isn't all about it. But that's funny. That when he I first hear Milton. Milton, I think nerdy for some reason. Yeah, probably. Maybe I'm thinking of Millhouse from uh, Simpsons. Yeah. Tyler says Theodore, Ted, Teddy. All right. Those are names. Spartacus. That is, I say, that is uh, an old manly name. Yeah. I say Slim. Middle name Slim. 80. That is a cool Slim. name. Slim Williams. You tell me you don't want to be friends with Slim yeah. Williams. Slim Williams. Y'all hear about Slim Williams? Yeah. I haven't seen Slim in a while. Yeah. <laughs> He'll be, hey, who knows? 
now he might be smoking cigarettes at three and like playing jazz right, at a yeah. club or something yeah. but all right congrats man thank you that's awesome congrats, thanks, buddy. thank y'all all right one day you will have you a a pirate they grow up so fast i know and uh it was funny because you know rocco just had his son now what does a guy named rocco name his kid rocco okay yeah he's the three the third ah, so rocco cool. and you know jake just had his son in early november and so rocco texted me he said, ECU classes uh, 2042 is going to be ready you know, with <laughs> my kid and his and Jake's. Y'all got a boys club going. Yeah. Uh, John says, Atlas. That's a cool mm-hmm. name. Atlas Williams. Strong. All right. uh, Kenny says, congratulations. A little slim 80. Yeah. Good stuff, Bryce. All right. Um, one day when they're at ECU, they'll all be interning here at Pirate Radio yep. mm-hmm. and maybe taking part in the intern Olympics. Might be. And this is the first like year we're doing this, so y'all are at a y'all are a very special class. Wow! Uh, so two weeks ago we did trivia, and Zach won gold. Do you remember who won silver and bronze? Not that we're keeping up with that. I do know last week Alex took home the gold, Delaney the silver, nice. and controversial bronze. Zach took the bronze. Mm. We did have a replay. It was that game's under protest. All that. Uh, today we have we will have a true first, second, third because it'll be a timed event. And you may notice the trash can on the table. Yeah, I was that was. I didn't know if Chandler is, forgot to do his duty. Or <laughs> over, that is serving as our basketball goal. Okay. Uh, because station one, we will be shooting. Uh, crumbled up pieces of paper into mm. the goal and you have to make okay. three to move on to station two station uh-huh. two you will solve a math problem mm. is it algebra what is it it is Basic it is, is multiplication and subtraction okay okay uh station three they will run over to shirley's chair and find their name on the big soundboard oh, and wow. click it oh, wow. and that will be the horn and then i will stop timing wow. so those are the three events of the event uh now we will determine the order okay i've got a wheel here with the names on it oh it makes a fun sound too going first today will be zach 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 you will be up first zach from where's zach from uh gastonia north carolina Zach from gastonia that area okay uh going second today will be delaney delaney from Delaney hailing from Charlotte. 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 Kinda. Okay. And then. And going third will be Alex from from Greenville. There we go. Yeah. Local. By way of West Virginia. No. Okay. Okay. Oh, West Virginia fan. (laughs) All right. uh, So that is the running order. So. Chan, now Chan's got a lot of duties here because for our YouTube and Facebook audience, we want all of this, you know, on the uh, on the feed. So his produce production work is going to be good. Make sure the stinger pod is up over there so when they do click their name, uh, they can I can hear the buzzer. All right, you can open the door there, Zach, mm-hmm. and get one ball in your hand ready to go. Mm-hmm. So you're going to have to make three shots before you can move on to uh-huh. station two and uh bryce could you do me a favor yep. and don't let him see that but put that uh right there in front of the microphone like on the on the table on the table put it on the table facing that chair 
He's going to be sitting in that chair. There you go. Put it right there. Oh, okay. And uh, there is a pin as well. Mm-hmm. So once they're done making the shots, they're going to put the trash can down, sit in that chair, and complete that. Okay. All right. So let me make sure I've got everything I need here. Okay. Got that. All right. And now let me pull up a timer here. Wait, I don't need a timer. I need a stopwatch, right? Yep. All right. So, Zach, are you ready? Sure. All right. Bryce Williams will be on color commentary. Uh, I've got play-by-play. Zach, you may begin right now. We had the first shot. Oh, he oh, sunk man. it. Oh, God, from down to the – oh, he's over by uh, one for two. Made, oh, two. Made his third. And oh, oh off the rim. rim. That could cost him. Oh, oh he's a, he missed another one. Oh, oh, no, he has not done this bad in practice. Oh, and he made his third. All right, put okay. that on the ground. Now you're going to – you got an equation. Well, what do we got here? Math we got nine, nine times eight oh, minus 17. Lord. Nine times eight and then minus 17. Mm. Ooh, do, 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 do. 39. 39 is no. incorrect. Oh, incorrect. Wow. Nine times eight. Nine, oh, wow. <laughs> the pressure oh, is really – so all right, calm down. Take a breath. Take a breath. Wow. Take a I think Wait. I know what it is. Yep, I knew what it was. Mm, you sure did, probably. Forty-six. <laughs> no. Still off. Okay, so. Oh my lord. What's the not, pressure of this? I'm not going to help you at all. Nine times oh, eight I still is did one. it wrong. Just, just. I might as well just give up at this. No, point. no, 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 no. Okay. What's nine times ten? Nine, okay, it's fifty-five. Yes, yes, there fifty-five. All right. You're talking slow, All right, here's Zach. He's got to go find his name. When he hits that, it'll stop. Sucks. <laughs> <laughs> One minute and eleven seconds. Boy, it felt a lot longer, but that's not bad. It did long. That's not bad. Wow. What was his first guy? I think you're fifty-six. I doing math wrong every time. And then a ninety-nine, and then a sixty-three. All right. Never gonna hear the end. The math. Honestly, Zach, hey, let's get you in for a post uh, oh, okay. post round interview. Well, I'm gonna go this side. You can't see that side. The math it was one thing, but I had you guys practice beforehand, and you were nailing yours. You didn't miss hardly any shots. Yeah, I was. I guess I warmed up too much. Zach, yeah. did we say the lights were too bright? <laughs> Absolutely. Oh, gotcha. <laughs> I was feeling it. Okay. Well, okay. Zach was my favorite going into this thing, but. Uh, now uh, with one eleven, we will see Delaney next. next. Delaney, do you have all your paper? You're good. Delaney, um, hold on. Before, let me, uh, Bryce, if you could not let her see uh, that, don't see it, and place that down, and give me that other paper so she doesn't get confused. Thank you, sir. All right, Delaney, you are ready. You may shoot your first shot now. Air ball. A little, little okay, strong. Okay, shot number two. Uh-oh. Okay, air ball. Shot number oh, three. Oh, there's one. In. Got one. Oh, oh needed that rim. one. Needed that one. Oh, air ball. Delaney did pretty well practicing as uh, well. But when the, the, oh, there we go. One, one more, more. One more. Come on now. Oh, oh no. One more. Hit this one. Oh, no. oh air ball. She's running out of paper. Oh, She's going to have to get a rebound if she don't get this one. Hey! hey All right, okay. put that on the ground. Okay. All right, now, math. Here we go. Use your maths. What do we got, Bryce? What's the problem? Six times 12 minus 13. Okay, six times 12 minus 13. Easy peasy. Just take your time. Squeezy. Deep breath. What is six times 12? 
Got to do the six times 12 and uh, then get to oh, minus ugh. 13. What do we got there? Mm. Uh, showing her work. I like that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, 69? No. no. But uh, no. <laughs> oh, no. Okay. Six times 12. What do you do here, Carrie? All right. Just look at it. Instead I'm of looking. showing your work, look at the number you got minus that number. And what do you come up with? 59? Yes. There that is go. correct. All right. Here we go. Wait, something was wrong with my timer. Because I got her at 119. Was that longer? I guess it was longer. Okay, all right. No, yeah, the shooting got her. Man, 119, Delaney. uh, You are not happy with yourself. So, Delaney, pop a squat real quick. (laughs) Yet again, were the lights too bright or were you just not good enough? I talked myself up. It just. I don't know. I think it was the nerves. I'm shaking. Okay. The problem oh, is, gosh. Delaney, you got the 72 yeah, and the 13. The like, I so feel like... 12 minus 3. If you wouldn't have done all the... If you'd have just looked at it, you would have said, yeah. well, clearly it's not 69. It would have been 59. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I know that I look at it now and I'm, like, not under pressure. Yeah. No, I see that. Yeah. yeah. And then the shooting, you could have done yeah. a little better there. It's okay. It is what it is. Next hey, one, next one. Four years, you can come back and try it. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, these intern Olympics are once every four years? Yep. All right. Oh. <laughs> All right, Delaney, going for the silver today. But now we got old A-Harp. A-Harp. Does he have his math question? Uh, A-Harp's math is right here, Bryce. Okay. Let's see how he handles oh, that doozy. <laughs> What is it? No, I don't think so. Uh, Looks tough to you. I couldn't figure it out. Okay. Hey, Hart, you ready to go, man? All right. The time to beat is one eleven. Here we go. You may start right now. Here's up. Oh, sunk it. First shot in. Over ball. Aarp struggled a little bit oh, okay. pregame, but I okay. think I think he likes the oh, bright off the rim. Got a little anxious there. I, I think he likes the. Uh oh, that's tough there though. He's down to three shots. All right, he's, he's at a pretty good pace here for the math. What problem do we got, Bryce? Four times thirteen minus eighteen. All right, you got to figure out that four times thirteen, and then you subtract that eighteen, and what do we come up with? Aarp's got a lot going on on that paper. I tell Goodness you what, gracious, he is rolling. <laughs> this man is on fire. Thirty-four. Thirty-four is oh, correct. Boy. And as long as he doesn't trip or Zach puts him in a sleeper hold, he should. Now he's got to find his name. And he's got it in 41 seconds. We have a new world record. <laughs> a new Goodness world gracious. record. At 41 Zach, seconds. Zach, squat here, bud. <laughs> so what did you do to prepare for this? First, we're over the basketball shots. What we got? Nothing. Is there a certain game you play on Saturday nights that helped with that? Can't uh, say. Okay. He's going to plead the fifth. Okay, what about uh, your math? What would you do to really hammer down that? Uh, you know, I haven't done math in a long time, but I had uh, good elementary and middle school teachers here in right. Pitt County that helped me establish my foundations of math and, you know, just performed under the Man, pressure, I think. i tell you what, that's impressive work. Hats off to them. Alex. Yeah, did uh, the long snapping help at all yeah. in this event, would you say? I Chris think Flint. it helped me manage my um, calmness under pressure, mm, yeah. I think is what right. it did. Because right. you you didn't struggle pregame when the lights were off, yeah. but like you weren't hitting as many as that. No, right? I wasn't lights out. Yeah. Or even Delaney, I thought. I thought you yeah, were... Delaney was draining them in pregame, but yeah. I don't know what happened. Hmm. Well, congratulations, Alex. Yeah, you get Appreciate goal. it. So, two to one to nothing. Delaney, it's going to be your time next week. Yeah. 
that's my prediction and Del- and delaney not to throw any gas on the fire but jenny dana and tanya are really upset with your performance you let your whole family down uh jenny says blame common core math <laughs> i took common core math and i did all right yeah. i'll tell you what you were a wild man with that, that pen was, over I there mean, look at that, that was showing your work and everything yeah all right, that has been the intern Olympics for today. Congratulations to Alex Harper and congratulations to all our yeah, great contestants. Our contestants. I guess I'm going to Disney World again. Yeah. All right, two weeks in a row. Tell Mickey I said, was I? Will do. <laughs> all right, let's uh, take a break. We will come back. Bryce Williams is here. Talk a little Pirate Radio Outdoors, a little Super Bowl, and more when we return. Tuesday edition, Pirate Radio Live. Back with you after this. She said, I've seen you in here before. American girls, American guys will always stand up and salute and always recognize when we see your glory fly. You're listening to Hour 3 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour of PRL is brought to you by Bud Light. Reminding pirate fans to stay in the game and drink responsibly. Bud Light, the official beer of the ECU Pirates and proudly distributed by Carolina Eagle Distributing since 1989. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. Uh, new, uh, East Plumbing, Viva Electric, and Roland Black Heating and Cooling have teamed up to form New Blue Service Group, offering Eastern North Carolina the best in plumbing, electrical, and HVAC services. Same great local team, same great local service, just a new name. For plumbing, electrical, and HVAC services, go to callnewblue.com. That's callnublue.com. New Blue Service Group, where we are redefining service excellence. Now let's head back in to PRL. Here's Clip. Remember we sung this Chandler one day? Yes, we did. I forgot about that. <laughs> we did. For what? I don't remember. My dad is served in the army. Was it during a watch party? I feel like maybe ECU <laughs> baseball season or maybe. something. Yeah, I forgot about that though. So Bryce, during the break, I asked you what's your favorite Toby Keith tune. You said there's a lot to choose from. You looked at a list. Uh, which one's your number was, one? Uh, who's that man was good. That one hit you good. I uh, hit you. Who's that right man? There. A lot of emotion in it. Yeah. Um, you know, Brett's Little Cup is funny. You know, just a good, fun song. But Who's That Man um, is probably one of my top ones. And I like that era because I, I like uh, Wish I Didn't Know Now, What I Didn't Know Then. I feel like that was yeah. the same, Toby. That oh, was yeah. early, mid-90s-ish. That's when I was born. Yes, sir. Yeah. And now a new Williams will be yeah. brought into this world. That's right. How about that? Crazy. Summer of uh, 4th of July. No, not 4th of July, but it'll be hotter than the 4th of July. <laughs> Poor Anna. Sorry, honey. <laughs> Sorry, honey. But it's funny. July 7th is CJ's birthday, so who knows? Hey, man, you thought about all the great birthdays on the water and stuff in July? <sighs> I know. I mean, that's going to be cool. That's kind of how we wanted it to be like a early or like a late spring, like a May into like early fall for those reasons. He'll probably be getting more fishing stuff, you know, in the summer 
or you know but anyway hunting he'll be ready for it anyways and it's uh out of football season so that's good right too. yeah well i won't be hey i got a birthday party at two o'clock on a saturday <laughs> playing Jeez. away from that hannah manning says y'all saying i ain't as good as i once was for brandon manning's intro song i know mm-hmm. but we also sang i know we sang i know we did you, i know we did mm-hmm. yeah um apparently we sing a lot of toby key song oh that does remind me we need to play brandon's song we always forget we do we me but thank you for taking the and heat he'll complain so about it yeah. being too long or too fast it's good to see old b-man yesterday it was hey man old superstitious beers right how you like my shirt I wore, how do you like me now <laughs> I, I wore mine uh last week too you know farm yeah, your own Vera. shirts uh Vera hoodie on today represent like a nice lush plush hoodie. it is lush man. this is like lush. comfy wow. big fan man. all right bryce super bowl 58 coming up mm-hmm. by the way i saw this going around we posted it on our social media uh parker bird will be in a commercial that oh, will yeah, air on the it. super That's bowl cool. i believe it's locally yeah gonna be shown not nationally but still awesome and it tells his story from the uh tragedy he suffered to where he is today and uh we talked to parker yesterday here and uh got to see him at the plate on sunday john did you see the video that they posted yeah now is that the video they'll have i don't i'm assuming that's a commercial it, yeah. it was awesome it was yeah. really well put together but yeah it was awesome seeing uh parker uh at the plate getting some action on the uh on the diamond over the weekend and because we saw a video of him getting a hit and we were actually able to see him with our own two eyes over the weekend but what a story that is what about a story that parker bird is what about a story mm-hmm. uh the game itself bryce chiefs and neeners what do you think um i'm pulling for the neeners going for neeners, why um well you know chris mccaffrey um and it'd be cool george kittle be cool to watch him and i'm just not a chiefs fan i'm and the, chiefs, chiefs. The, the chiefs won against the niners a few years ago yeah i mean it's now time for kittle and uh samuel and stuff so um and was the brock purdy is the what like third or something youngest quarterback are we right to that? I, mean, I saw it somewhere. He's up in there as far as one of the youngest. Well, the story about him is that he's Mr. Irrelevant just Mr. a couple Irrelevant. years yeah. years ago, and now he's starting a quarter uh, starting at quarterback. In the I'm gonna say Big Ben uh, is gonna be up there. The youngest quarterbacks to start in a Super Bowl. Big Ben is the only quarterback to win a Super Bowl mm. at age of 23 or less. I believe it says Brock oh, wow. Purdy. Uh, will become one of the youngest quarterbacks uh, to start at 24 years of age. Dan Marino and Big Ben, the only quarterbacks to start when they were 23. Um, Marino, the youngest, at 23, four months, five days. Uh, Big Ben was 23, 11 months. So, yeah, Purdy will be third on the list. Who's the youngest to win it? Got to be Big Ben. Wow. That's true. Uh, other names on this list of note, Jared Goff, who almost got back there this year. Patrick Mahomes, uh, when he was 24. Tom Brady was 24 uh, when he won his first Super Bowl. Jalen Hurts was 24 last year. Drew Bledsoe in the 90s with the Patriots. Wow. Youngest QBs to win it, Big Ben, Mahomes, Brady, and Russ. Russell Wilson was 25 when uh the seahawks won their wow. super bowl in dominating fashion did you uh you were never with seattle were you bryce briefly was dan quinn there 
as defensive coordinator, or was he in Atlanta? At that I time? don't think he. Yeah, I don't think he. I was know there. you didn't associate much with the defense, defense anyway. But yeah. was Dan Morgan there? <clears throat> Had to have been. You guys refresh my memory. Uh, Dan Morgan was in the front office. I don't even know if you probably came across him or not. He's the new uh, Carolina Panthers GM. He was a Pan- uh, Panthers linebacker okay. back in the early 2000s. Oh, okay. And he was in the front office I for like eight that. years in Seattle. I don't think so. No, I don't think I came across front office too much. Chad said, do you like that they leaked the Super Bowl commercials now, or would you like to be surprised as it airs? I don't care, but... It is kind of what's the point of leaking them? Yeah, right, it's kind of yeah, lame. It doesn't even. I'd rather just yeah watch them. Surprised now it's just the whole little small little flare and people make bets on the, the you know the. Um, we always do first commercial, and usually it's like, will it be alcohol, car, or other? Right. That's usually yeah. our prop bet. Yeah. Um, and I'm not a person that sits and watches for the commercials, especially today. I feel like that's kind of a thing of the past mm-hmm. but as we're sitting around watching we will comment on the commercial i feel like it's a big trailer movie trailer day tv trailer yeah. like they'll come out with oh, new movie yeah. trailers and stuff yeah. one on commercial that sticks out to me um <laughs> it was probably when i was like high school it was i guess it was an nfl like commercial and it was like a a, a, a pig like almost like a Miss Piggy, but uh, it was her husband, and I guess he had died. <laughs> and they at the at the morgatorium, they pull him out of the drawer. She goes, "Oh God, yeah, that's that's him. That's his tattoo." And it was like of a foot. It was a football with the NFL shield on it, and it cracked me up because I'll see pigskin. You know, that's his tattoo. I don't remember that it, at all. It may have been a regional one because it was back in Winston, but I don't know. I, well, I don't it know. Was, uh, that always cracked me up when she's oh god yeah that's him that's his tattoo and it was a football <laughs> with the nfl logo on it or was it the nfl logo or the ooh, it's a wilson right yeah no spalt dang what's the nfl oh good trivia question mm. i know the ball is called the duke right the duke yeah official nfl i'm gonna say wilson let's see what it is i think it's wilson well that's wilson yeah wilson the duke yeah you know how much an official NFL football is? Wait, that's a small? How much? This says 150 bucks for a small. Craftsman cut $200. Alex is saying, yeah, that's right. Well, I'll be dang. Much. I got a few in the bag, but I don't I'm not going to lie. That sounds that cheap to me. Really? really? Yeah, like the footballs we use, I mean, cost almost $100 a piece. Wow. For every ball. Well, weren't these at 200 <clears throat> yeah, well, they probably get like you're talking about ECU, mm-hmm. so like they probably so for get NFL a, a ball. That doesn't shock me. I thought it'd be more. To, oh, like for question for you, long snappers, namely Alex Harper. Um, is the NFL ball the same size as a college ball? Yes, it's the same size, but like it's kind of a different shape. It's, yeah, it's, it's like rounder. a rounder. Yeah, it's, it's like the best ball in all the professional sports. It's easier to snap too. Yes. You get a. It's easier to have perfect. Have you snapped the NFL ball before? Mm-hmm. It's like butter. It's so yeah. beautiful. It's easier to snap a spiral. They're girthier. Hmm. How about you, Bryce? Did you the have Duke. any adjustment catching a pro football ball mm. from a college I ball? I mean, very, very briefly after a few moments of catch, you know, getting used to not having that white ring. But who was the uh was it Justin Jefferson before the draft? It's like I'm having trouble catching is that sound right, Zach? Like he was having trouble catching the NFL ball, and everybody was talking about it. And now he like set all the records for first 
two, three years in the NFL. Yeah. So obviously his troubles didn't last very yeah. long. Or that could have just been a smoke screen. It could have been. Yeah. I, I can't catch a football. He's out there just going one-handed. Right. But I remember, yeah. and and Bryce, you know this, because we looked up your um, your like draft profiles, and they critique every single thing. Oh, like They're always looking for something. And, and that time of year, draft time, we don't have football games, so we're all looking for something to put under the microscope. Mm. We're like, man, Justin Jefferson, he's a bust. He can't catch right. the NFL ball. Yeah. And now he's the best receiver. I love – I think it's uh, mm. the Rich Eisen show or the greats go on there and they kind of grade – they go over their draft grade. Yeah. And, like, Tom Brady's done oh, it. Yeah. Luke Keekley's done it. Christian McCaffrey's done it. Like, a lot, all these greats have done it. And it's crazy what they were yeah. saying about them when they were, I guess, during the combine. Yeah. And then they ended up, like, proving the haters mm-hmm. wrong. We uh, we read Bryce's one day. We'll have to bring that up during draft season again. Yeah. Talked about his pros and his cons. Yeah, his strengths and weaknesses. Mm. Um, I don't. Shirley, have you seen the Paramount Plus commercial? I told I talked about it last week. Which one? The one with the Star Trek guy, Sir something. I got to show you. Sir Patrick. Show her, show her during the break. Two Attack of Aloha's in it. Nah. No, All right. Well, so you got to watch it during the break. I feel it's like hilarious. you'd like it. Huh? Okay. It's, it's really amazing. good, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, I guess that's out early. But it's like a Super Bowl commercial, whatever. Uh, more to go. Bryce Williams will go Pirate Radio Outdoors after this. You're listening to Hour 3 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour of PRL is brought to you by Bud Light. Reminding pirate fans to stay in the game and drink responsibly. Bud Light, the official beer of the ECU Pirates and proudly distributed by Carolina Eagle Distributing since 1989. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. Do you want to get rid of wrinkles, tighten and lift your skin, smooth your skin texture, erase veins and brown spots, and get rid of unwanted hair? Are you interested in Botox or filler? Contact the licensed professionals at Beauty Bar Medi Spa on Red Banks Road in Greenville. Free consultations available by calling 752-1406 or visiting beautybarmedispa.com. Enjoy your visit. Love your uh, transformation. And the Buccaneer Music Hall is your beacon of music in the land of pirates in eastern North Carolina. Open seven days a week with live music every night. They also have the best lineup of full bands on the weekends along with ladies free entry. Sunday Fun Day is still rolling with free pizza and now cornhole tournaments starting at 3 o'clock. See ya at the Buck. Now let's head back in to PRL. Here's Clip. Back with you, Pirate Radio Live. Down in Indiana. Down in Alabama. Oh, yeah. That's a good one, too. We got Shirley. We've got the interns, Alex, Delaney, and Zach. Bryce Williams is here. Chon is here. Bryce doing a little freestyling during the break. Yeah. That, was, that was really good. Yeah. That was impressive. Don't ask me to repeat it because that's off the cuff. I know. I yeah. didn't write it down. A Chandler Honeycutt edition of Fast yeah, Car. Fast Car. It sounded really good. Yeah. All right, Zach, uh, we talked to you one day last week. Turns out old Zach here is a bit of a, an outdoorsman, Bryce. Yeah, him and I... Um, Got to chatting, what, the beginning of duck season? Uh, Mid-January, yeah. Mid-January. Zach's definitely outdone me in the ducks and the waterfowl, for sure. Yeah, so I'm going to bring him on into this uh, Pirate Radio Outdoors conversation. Bryce, you been doing anything this past week? We, um, I was 
I was able to go the last day, Wednesday, um, some open water hunting. Unfortunately, it was a big goose egg. Mm. Um, of course, as we're riding out there, they're all flying, flying, and then we settle into the blind, and they don't fly near us, which was a big bummer. But um, you had this always next year, and then um, my buddy came into town. We went fishing Saturday. And unfortunately, that was not a goose egg, but it was not a good day. I only caught one trout. So, needless to say, I need a little pick-me-up. Hmm. So. All right. Zach, how about yourself? Uh, last weekend, I went every weekend of January because I was that hard on the ducks this year. I love duck hunting. Um, last weekend, had a, had a slow swamp morning. Only got one woody. Mm. Uh, so, we were like, all right, let's go let's go hit this pond real quick. We got there about 830, a little, a little early in that uh, morning mm-hmm. still. And we had geese fly down on us. Oh. They didn't hit our side of the pond. Ah. So we we spot and stalked, kind of. There we go. So I just ran at them. Yeah. And three of them flew towards my buddies. We knocked down two. There so we go. It turned into a decent morning. Yeah. It's always fun doing a little jump shoot in the water. If you see him peek your head over there and, oh, yeah, that's the way to do it. What, uh, I don't know, uh, any other fowl, birds Dove. that you hunt? Dove. Dove. D- Dove. Turkey, turkey, yeah, that's um, and then I guess there's some quail around here. If you got some connections we, and some, we have quail. Stuff. We have yeah. quail on our wind. So, oh yeah, so quail, and if you get real bored and you need to just do some like um, population control, crow. Mm-hmm. I, I'm a big fan of that because yeah. we love our turkeys and we have a lot of crows. Yeah, and crow hunting can be kind of fun. Yeah, you gotta shoot that first one, the uh, sen- sentinel. The you scout. Know? Yeah, the scout. Literally, like there'll be one bird I fly through, checking everything's out, and if he spook him, and like, oh really? Yeah. And if you leave it in the field, and when they come to check it out, yeah, it attracts them right to their spot. Yeah. Crows wow. are smart, but they're yeah. easy to pattern. Yeah. Yeah, so it's fine. Not as smart as us humans, though. That's right. right. <laughs> Top of the food chain. <laughs> but they say there's, there's, you pretty much hunt anything, you know, coons, trap. I mean, there's, we're, we, we're never too bored out in the outdoors, are we there, Zach? Nope. Uh, any fishing going on? Um, right now, trout is a l- slightly slow, but they're still out there um, trying to hone in on them. I think they're a little more upriver now. Um, than where I normally fish. So it's a matter of finding them because obviously they're schooling up and you just got to figure out where. So um, I'm hoping for some better turnaround. Uh, Mr. Lewis says, bring Bryce rabbit hunting on the 17th at the club. I'll just skip a baseball game for that. I can. I can bring you rabbit hunting for a Fun. I mean, look, I got briar bibs. Uh, you know, got the old 20 gauge. I'll bring that. Um, we got the dogs. You just got to bring a gun and some orange. So what's. Uh, or you just let, was 17th? 17. When's that? Next Saturday. I'm going to look on. Oh, wow. Game. Second ECU baseball game of the year. You're going to skip that for rabbit hunting? I have What's to your work, priority I have list? to work my weekend around there, okay? Yeah. <laughs> I have to work the weekend around. Yeah, I'm all for it. Um, rabbit hunting's tricky because, as obviously Zach knows, like you'll, the dogs will jump the rabbit from you know their den and they'll just do mm-hmm. a big loop. And I have not been that much, but trying to figure out that path of that rabbit, <laughs> yeah. I'll just be sitting there like, where the heck are these things? And then, like, <clears throat> they'll be shooting somewhere else around like dang these maybe so i mean it, there's some skill to it i love the science behind all this yeah with the scout bird and the yeah. rabbit uh loop and yeah that's interesting <laughs> but yeah i'll be all for it take it up on it all right all right pirate radio outdoors with bryce and zach here on a tuesday edition of pirate radio live we'll take a time out come back get ready to wrap things up on a tuesday back with you after these words
Talk about your work and your boss was a jerk Talk about your church and your head when it hurt Talk about the troubles you've been having with your brother And your daddy and your mother and your crazy ex-lover When we talk about your friend You're listening to Hour 3 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour of PRL is brought to you by Bud Light. Reminding pirate fans to stay in the game and drink responsibly. Bud Light, the official beer of the ECU Pirates and proudly distributed by Carolina Eagle Distributing since 1989. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. Uh, Taking a quick look at your stock market. The Dow was up 141 points. It closed at 38,521. The NASDAQ was ahead 11 at 15,609 and the S&P was also up 11 points finished out the day at 4,954 that is your Wells Fargo Advisors stock market report for a personal look into investing call Wells Fargo Advisors at 756-6900 in Greenville Wells Fargo Advisors LLC member SIPC now back to the show hi Bryce and Zach talking hunting a moment ago. Uh, Kenny says you need to hit up Blunt's Creek in Beaufort County. You won't be disappointed. So, mm-hmm. hit it up. All right. Uh, Super Bowl Sunday coming up. You can hear it right here on Pirate Radio. What's uh, number one on the must eat list on Super Sunday, Man. Bryce? God, it's going to be tough. Probably, mm, I love some pigs in a blanket. Pigs in a blanket will be up there and then like a Velveeta dip. Like I ain't had pigs in a blanket in a while. Yeah. Oh yeah, Velveeta dip. Yeah. Uh, Jason Nichols was last time uh, he was here. Said he had one of those with shrimp, mm. and said it was good. That like was good. I was talking about those uh, either ground beef or maybe sausage, whatever dip. Those hot dips uh, in the crock pot. Mm. He said he had one with shrimp, and made me think about it for. Oh a while. yeah, shrimp. I seen one recently. It was like the street corn. Mm-hmm. queso dip my mm-hmm. gosh man it looked amazing but the funny thing about like the the pigs in a blanket and like the Velveeta dip just like naturally my twin Sean and I will like get the um, and I didn't even know like he did it he didn't really know it was just kind of a thing is you take the you know take the pigs in a blanket and scoop the dang Velveeta and dude it's so good big time Sean uh, what's your favorite finger food oh uh, probably like barbecue weenies all the little smokies or something yeah <laughs> little, like little cock doggies yeah <laughs> my, for christmas my mom like we have the they're actually cut up hot dogs though they're not oh, like the, yeah. you know what i'm talking about oh yeah and it's like, like some kind of jelly yeah yeah something like in there dogs. yeah what you got john it's like oh, barbecue nothing. sauce and apple jelly or something like that something like that yeah yeah, yeah. That's my favorite. I don't like the little cocktail weenies, though. Yeah. And also, like, so, I mean, like the cheeseburger dip or whatever. My yeah. mom makes it like so, a cheeseburger dip. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's basically the Velveeta thing. It's oh, so, so good. good. What about you, Clip? I love it. I'm a hot dip guy. Yeah. So, uh, uh, absolutely. Buffalo chicken dip. It's good. Uh, I can go for that. Yeah. But can't uh, beat it. the ground beef and the, the cheese. Luke says, planning on putting the Velveeta in the smoker. Velveeta dip in the smoker on Sunday. All right. Mm. Smoke it up, bro. Smoke it up. Enjoy. Uh, Bryce, good to see you, man. Yeah, good to see y'all. Congratulations thank on you. the news. Thank you, thank you. And uh, how are your other boys going to handle this with a new boy coming into the family? 
the like the dogs. That's mm, that'll be very interesting because <laughs> yeah. Grady gets like real neat, like real needy yeah. when guests come over. So when he's got like permanent guests, there's no telling. Yeah, that's gonna be interesting. Yeah. All right, Sean. Good to see you, buddy. I'll see you tomorrow. Oh, I'll see you tomorrow, 11 a.m., one-on-one, me versus Chon in basketball. Wait, where's that? Temple, Temple Church. Church. Off uh, hey, Fire Tower. You can wear a headband. I mean, you got to wear the dang nines. I, gotta wear, I told Chandler I got to wear something because I'm going to have too much hair going in the eyes. Oh, but, yeah. Uh, yep, we'll be out there tomorrow, and we'll have plenty of video, pictures, audio for you on there how you that go. goes. Y'all playing at 21 or something? No. <laughs> Seven. Seven. There we go. Yeah. Heck yeah. Interns, great job. Delaney, you'll get them next time. Alex, congratulations. Zach, there will be better days. Shirley, great job as always. We will talk to you at 3 o'clock Wednesday, all new edition of Pirate Radio Live for the crew. I'm Clip Rock. Jeff Charles, take us home. Have a great night, Eastern Carolina. Thanks for listening to Pirate Radio Live, an exclusive presentation of the voice of the Pirate Nation.